What's up, y'all? This is Devin. This is Biker Mike. And you were just listening to our intro music by Kirk the Riffer Wells from Solid State Audio. He was the guitarist, producer, and the mixing engineer of our intro music. Uh, go check out his his uh, Facebook page and hire him to do some audio work for you. Some, yeah. some kind of audio engineering. He's a wizard. He's awesome. He's great at playing guitar. And obviously he's very good. You listen to that, it sounds like we are pros. It really does. Like that is a good sounding intro. And I, I, I almost don't believe that it's ours. I feel like ours should be, I don't know, shittier. <laughs> I feel like we should have like a lo-fi rip off of like an old, like an old MP3. Or something we stole off an online thing. Like yeah. just something that's like not some, ours. Some, yeah. Some, I feel like if it was up to us in a year or so, we would get somebody suing us for copyright infringement because we were just like, oh, this is. No, they put it out there for free and then decided to copyright it and then sue us post after we became millionaires. That's what they would have done. All right, we have a guest today, and uh, we're going to well, reintroduce him. Before that, do you want to tell everybody what you did? What I did. I just want to shame Michael a little bit here in front I of everybody. I said the N-word again. Again? <laughs> I forgot to press record. I pressed the intro music, and I just... I shouldn't have taken a nap before we started. Oh, uh, rookie mistake, dude. Yeah, I was just chilling with the wife. She turned my, my beard into, um, I don't know, spiky and weird. Maybe I should put that on. I was taking a nap, and she's, like, playing with my beard. Uh, anyways, I was I was straight up resting. So, yeah, made a mistake. Um, we have a guest. His name is Mr. Will Smith. William motherfucking Smith is in the house. You've seen that movie Wild Wild West? <laughs> Not, straight not from that the Oscars, one. baby. Straight from the Oscars. <laughs> not that one. This is a different kind of wild west. <laughs> we call I I okay, back in the day, I didn't say this earlier, so I can re-say it. Back in the day, I kept trying to make the nickname Vanilla Will stick. I've used it. You've since used then. it then. I've used it. I've used it for Vanilla like, for, Will for games and whatnot. Vanilla Will. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you're on the podcast, <laughs> that's your handle. Beautiful. I'll be Vanilla Will. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I've been trying to get that one to stick for years. I'm like, he's like Will Smith. Now it's in the interwebs. White. Yep. It's on the internet now. It's, perm- it's forever. Oh, it's so good. All right. So we are going a little bit back on our past, and now we can ignore a bunch of stuff we were talking about before. But we are <laughs> going to talk about how we met and how I got to know you a little bit and mm-hmm. kind of our history. And now, why you're here. And why you're here. Now, let's go first with how we met. We met playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was okay. I'm still okay, but now I'm old. Do better than I am. <laughs> no, I haven't played in years. I can't. <laughs> Same. My, my back hurts. I'll, I'll play a game. My back will hurt for a whole week until the night of hockey. And it's like, oh, it's feeling better. And then it hopped back on the ice. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there it goes again. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to be useless at work. Do but. you ever feel like you're the guy they're talking about and they say, don't step on a crack or you're going to break somebody's back? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't break ha- your daddy's back. Yeah. yeah that's it's just you. me. <laughs> Slightest little thing puts me out. <laughs> so we started with just playing hockey mm-hmm. and then um, holy rollers. Yeah. We don't have to talk about everything else at that. If, if you want to learn more about Holy Rollers, not our wrestling club that we were part of, but the actual Holy Rollers, the history of it, man, it's got some crazy stuff. I looked it up and it was weird with the drug dealing Israelis. And like, <laughs> that wasn't us, just to clarify. Um, no, we're not Jewish. I have. I that would have been a fantastic front. I have been. Well, circ- I am all, but that wasn't, it wasn't us. <laughs> I have been circumcised, but I'm not that one. Uh, now everyone's got that visual. Yep. Thanks, Thanks Mike. you, Michael. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Suddenly I'm experiencing deep regret. Oh, uh, what, coming on here or not getting <laughs> circumcised? It's not yeah. too late. No, just, just the visuals. Just the visuals. <laughs> oh, boy. This is can't, get, can't get it out of there, can you? Nope. Nope, it's burned in there. Solid. I'm going to need a whole lot more bourbon to get rid of that. I did put more ice cubes in the deep freezer. Uh, so we used to do uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, more submission wrestling. Yeah. Not, not strictly Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because we're not Brazil. I, I, I was never belted. I yeah. did get to train with Hoist Gracie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I never actually got belted. And that's one of my regrets in life mm. uh, because I, I, was, I was not bad. I'm still not bad. You're a pretty fantastic grappler because yeah. most of the guys that, that we... Uh, that we rolled with were substantially bigger than you. Yeah, you had to deal with that every single night. I think yeah, there was yeah. Maybe... Try, trying to wrestle you is like trying to wrestle an anaconda. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I wrapped around people in weird ways, and they were like, I, oh, yeah. I remember choking a guy out once with my ankles. I don't know yep. how I did it. I remember that. That was the. Oh, I don't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, if I did remember it, I wouldn't say it. But I remember because he came you were with there, a guy. That's yeah, because right. there was a guy who came and he was like doing a little workshoppy thing because he was a friend of Mike's. Yeah, or not Mike's, um, um, Aaron's. Yeah, and he brought his like a friend or nephew or something. Oh like no, that. no, I didn't choke that guy out. Wasn't that him? No, it was somebody else. Some kid who came in is like, I'm a street fighter. Well, fuck you. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyone who yeah. comes into an MMA gym or a, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym saying you're a street fighter, you're a fucking joke. Yeah. I don't care how good you are at street fighting. You got nothing. Your your playground is lost the second you brought it to the ground because you're mm-hmm. all you're good at is hitting, and you're not even that good at that. Even then, I just I feel like it's just like a cardinal sin of of going to any gym for any style of of, of, of combat art and yeah. and saying oh, I'm really good at this when you walk in the door. Yeah, first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just getting off on the wrong I, foot. I've won every single fight. <laughs> all right, cool. I, I remember one guy I didn't like. And he tried to sue the club back in the day. Mm-hmm. And and at this point, I wised up and started getting waiver forms. And he's like, oh, I'm here to train. I'm like, cool, sign here. And I made him sign a waiver form. And I wanted, I punched him in the face a few times. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, you're done. He's like, no, I'm not done yet. I'm like, no, you are done. Get the fuck out. Yeah, hasta luego. <laughs> I just wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> After signing, oh, that's brilliant. <sighs> he's, he was a, he that's... Was a dirtbag. That's Machiavellian, we had a couple dude. Of, we had a couple of dirtbags come through there and leave in, in quick order because we didn't just, we were never like mean to them. We just didn't tolerate no. them. They'd no. show up, they'd get embarrassed and they'd bugger off and never come back. But the guys who would stick around, they were like, oh no, I know what I'm doing. And like, or I don't do gay wrestling. I don't know. They, they made fun of it because they thought it was just homoerotic in a lot of ways. And then they grapple with Isn't you for like though? 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean. It is. It is. But when a guy's like, this I'm not is saying gay, it's not violent. Yeah. <laughs> just. But when somebody like there's there is a weird connection it. between sex and violence. Yes, there yeah, is. Yeah. But they would come into it and be like, "This is pretty gay," and then they would do it a couple times. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> they just want to keep going. So they turned them. Like, is what you're I, saying? To be perfectly <laughs> candid. When I was a teenager going into that for the first time, I had never wrestled. I'd never done a combat sport. Yeah. And like the first thing Aaron was showing me was was you know guard getting in someone's guard, <laughs> and that made me so uncomfortable. As a, oh yeah. As a sheltered teenager that had never so much as like brushed up against another human being in any yeah. in any close proximity. Now you got a guy wrapping his arms. Yeah, wrapping your legs you. around you and <laughs> holding waist. you tight for dear life. <laughs> And you're supposed to like be like, this is a good place for me to be now. I yeah. want to be here. This is this is this is a place that I'm in control. I am okay with being a whole. I don't mind yeah. wrapping my legs around another man <laughs> and then squeezing the crap out of him. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it was a learning curve for teenage Will. A good oh. one, though. It was one that I needed. I needed a oh, reality yeah. check. Every guy needs that in their life at one point or oh, another yeah. to just it's the the, the friction right like mm-hmm. you look at lions they don't learn how to fight by fighting they learn by grappling with their brothers mm-hmm. and like learning from their father and and then even most um psychologist literature literature talks about the the importance of of uh rough, t- and, tumble rough and tumble play oh yeah and and it's something that a lot of our, our and it needs to escalate as you get older and bigger oh yeah mm-hmm. i did i made a horrible yeah. Yeah. joke a long time ago Post Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. Uh, post, uh, what's that, that that other one? The other one. Uh, the yep. guy who died. The guy who got the knee on his neck. Oh. George oh, Floyd. George Floyd. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Floyd Mayweather. I was I'm thinking like, We can boxers. make fun of Mayweather. There's nothing <laughs> so, wrong with making fun of Mayweather. <laughs> sorry, I, was think, I was thinking of boxers. I'm like, yeah, what are you no, talking about? All right. So my kid and his, his, his cousin were wrestling. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know how it came up. But he got he got uh, over top of his cousin, and I'm like George Floyd's him. <laughs> my cousin was like, or my sister was like, no, too soon. <laughs> this is one of those moments. You know, you're those moments. Like, you're a parent. You, you, I'm sure you have these moments where your kid does something that they absolutely should not do. There's, oh yeah. There is nothing okay about so it. So many times. But it's so funny. Oh, you wouldn't believe. This is that moment in like a contemporary adult to adult moment where like. Me and my 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 progressive nature hears that joke, and I'm just like inwardly like, like just deeply cringing. But at the same time, it's so goddamn funny. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that you see your kid wrestling with another kid, and that's what pops into your head. That is it's, it's It is my okay. When I was in an MC, they called me Grinch because I had a dark sense of humor. I would mm-hmm. put stuff out there on social media just to get a rile out of some people. Yeah. He made it a habit to steal pe- steal people's Christmas every day of, that oh, he could. It, like if somebody put out a thing the other day, and they're like, "Don't let your past be your prison, be the prison for your future." And I'm like, "Unless you're actually in prison because of your past, then then you're the, you're there." Like. I know what they were going for, and I was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I, I understand. Just Buzz Killington over here. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's so funny, because they're like, oh, well, yeah, in that case, I guess you are in your prison. All right, uh, so we've known each other a long time, mm-hmm. and after the, the cringiness of my jo- jo- George Flo joke, <laughs> and you saying that inward you're, or outward, you're like, I don't like that, but well, it, inside inwards, you're like, There's like a... Uh, part oh, of you man. wants to laugh. Well, no, I did laugh. <laughs> I, I will I will say wholeheartedly I did laugh. I recognize that the joke is wildly inappropriate, but that doesn't stop it from being funny. Most good jokes are. Oh, they really yeah. are. There's oh, there was a comedian I can't remember his name, but he said that comedy equals tragedy plus distance. Yes, mm-hmm. that is the recipe for comedy. There, but but everyone's line of distance is very different. Like my line was gone. I didn't care at that. Like mm-hmm. I was at the point where, I, but there was a lot of people who still did. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it is is context sensitive i can listen to comedians like jimmy carr or anthony jeselnik make just the darkest of jokes <clears throat> yeah dead babies and, and all manner of awfulness and i'll laugh because they're a comedian they're writing a joke specifically intended to shock shock yeah. yeah yeah and hearing you make that joke you're seeing your kid doing that you're not in, in, no. in inciting your kid to violence you're making a joke yeah i can pick up on that <laughs> Someone from the outside might not, and someone within that community might not take so nicely to it, but yeah. that's okay. They're probably not listening to this it, right now. It so. was a wrestling joke. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But like, with that being said, he's our liberal friend. Yeah. We I, found one, finally. We found one that's willing to sit down. 
who actually reached out to him. He's like, hey, I'll be that guy. I will be, I would love to be your your yin to your yang or whichever. I don't know which yeah. one's good. Um, we're the, we're the, whichever one's good, that's us. And which... Oh yeah, Dan, I'll take that. I'll take that title. <laughs> I'm not gonna no, plug. I'm not no, gonna plug uh, the 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 show that I do, but I I do a you show. Can, anyway. You can if you like. I'm, I'm not going to. I'll do it in the <laughs> future. Oh, fear. Said, he's you don't want to tie ashamed. it to us. No, smart. absolutely not. No, that's 100 percent smart I business w- policy. I want to earn my plug. Is what I want to do. I want to earn it. But, All right. If people start reaching out. But yeah. Well, myself and my 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 co-host of my show, he's also very conservative, and I'm very not. Or I'd say he's right of center, and I'm pretty left of center. See, I consider and, myself right okay. of center, but apparently I, I've been told I'm very I kinda, far. I kind of, I kind of want to figure out whereabouts, whereabouts you are. So, okay, on, a, okay. on a scale of Bill Maher to AOC, where do you figure you land? Bill Maher to AOC. Oh man, that's a. It, this is the tricky bit. Is there so much nuance? Because like, no, no, there's so much. No, just gut reaction. The gut two. reaction. There is gut reaction, gut reaction. between the two. Uh, not, not. If, do you want a banger? No, no, I can't pick either side, but I'll give like a, a weird metaphor. If if Bill Burr and AOC had a kid, that's probably me. Oh, that's Ooh, funny. So like hey. liberal sensibility or liberal leaning policy and ideals, but with a rough, a rough edge. Okay. Because I think that AOC has a lot of really cool ideas. I think that AOC doesn't necessarily She's, execute them in, I think in, a, she in a good manner. Is given way too much um, attention. I think she should be one of those. It's it's like. People who are like, all kids are smart. It's like, no, kids are fucking dumb. <laughs> it's, she's she's somebody who's given way too much clout for for. I feel for like she's trying ideas. to be a hyper left beacon. She's trying to be like, I, I think I, this is me not knowing Is she a her. little bit disingenuous, you think? <laughs> in I mean, your opinion, every again, politician is. is but yeah, I, I think that in the same. You can't be in that game and be yeah. totally genuine. In the yeah. same sense that you have Tucker Carlson's who put on. A, uh, yeah. Who but, are. They're a face for a side of a political movement, and they yeah. recognize that they're a face for it, and they act as such. I think AOC recognizes herself as kind of a face for the far left yeah, and tries to be that poster child, sometimes to her own detriment. Well, yeah. Okay. She, she... So th- that's that's helpful for me. So not like really like, say, like a traditional Democrat, like you know, yeah. waspy, waspy kind of like upper class Democrat, no. but more on the, uh, I guess, on the, the people side of things. Yeah, like. That's part of the reason I wanted to reach out to you guys. Like, apart from me just having an interest in what you guys talk about, is I also technically qualify as the blue collar philosopher. Like, I fit into that tag. I work a blue collar job. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not an office worker. I'm not a social worker. I'm not. I don't have higher education. Educated. I, yeah. Educated. Exactly. That's about how educated I am. I, I build trusses for a living, and I love it. But I also love to talk about you know socio political issues and philosophy and whatnot. And so it just feels like a match made in heaven. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. I do avoid a lot. Of, I, I find myself leaning towards political issues in a lot of ways, but I try to avoid it because we're like, no, we're we're trying to be funny and ph- philosophical. But boy, do I want to talk about <laughs> cultural I issues. I want to. I want to be that Del Taco girl. Why not both? <laughs> I, I'm more on. I'm politically agnostic. Mm-hmm. I have such... everyone's pieces of shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like... you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> But I, I have such a hard we, time. We found common ground here. I, I have such a hard time fitting into any one political box that mm. I've almost just said, fuck it. Like, I, just, yep. I just don't even care. Yeah. And, you know, every time I try to watch or learn, you know, like what's going on in the political forum, I find myself getting so bloody disillusioned mm-hmm. by everybody that I'm just like, okay, I'm done. But I do find myself on the moral side of things being more right of center. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Well, that's why I, I sling the term progressive around a lot rather than I don't generally refer to myself as liberal or Democrat because I would argue that I take as much issue with liberal and Democrat as, as the political parties with their ideas as much as conservative ones. But in terms of where my moral compass sits, it tends to, to lean more progressive and more mm -hmm. towards those left-leaning ideals. But I, I still have lots of beef with the political parties that I'm trying to think of the name. Try of the guy. to represent that. There was a guy I used to listen to a lot of, and he's a very. He considers himself a. So, are you more of a classical liberal in a lot of ways, or are you a progressive liberal? He just said. Probably, I know, but, but that's exactly why I asked the question the between Bill Maher to because Bill Maher's a classic liberal. Yeah. Mm. AOC okay. being I'd say progressive. Probably, that's that's where I was trying right. to figure. I probably out. fit more into progressive liberal. I would think. Okay. But I still dip my toes into the the classic liberal side of things pretty often. Yeah. Because I believe that a person could be a classical liberal and still lean towards capitalism and still lean towards mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of uh, conservative ideals. But being a liberal, you're like, no, we uh, we believe in free speech. We believe in all these things. And mm -hmm. and uh, where a liberal may, I don't know, they 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 can agree to disagree. Where progressives, mm -hmm. they can't get themselves to that point sometimes, where they just don't. They can't get themselves to agree to disagree. They're like, no, we're just going to fucking disagree. I will give zero ground to you. Mm. And and that's where uh, the one of the biggest problems I have with a lot of the progressive movement right now. Yeah. It's, it's really difficult because, like, this is something that I've learned more, more recently, honestly, now that I mean, with my own show and with talking with you guys and talking with lots of people now that I've, I've, I've been away from Western Canada for so long. and I Oh, your echo chamber out, out, out east there. Well, that's the thing is I used to be in an echo chamber here. And when I moved out east, I didn't know anyone. I didn't have a chamber to fit into. Yeah. And so I ended up kind of bouncing around a whole bunch of them. And it, it did a lot to open my eyes to A, that echo chambers existed and that I was in one. Yeah. But also makes it so I have a hard time ever sitting still in one. Mm -hmm. So... But in the process of that, I learned that so much of what we equate, like like as you say, with liberals not giving an inch uh, and, and not finding common ground and leeway, I didn't have that experience a lot. I had a lot of experiences with people that were even hyper progressive. Like I, I had some some friends who were loosely involved with some of the Antifa movements in, in Toronto and whatnot. And they're really level-headed people when mm -hmm. you sit down and talk to them. Yeah. When you talk to them on social media or catch them in, in tweets in, in Instagram posts and whatnot, they don't give an inch. They tend to be really, really one-sided. Well, it's the written word, man. Like I, I or is, or 128 the, or characters. Keyboard, you're just the keyboard effect. Mm -hmm. Like if you sit down and write, like by hand, you sit down and, and write out something that you believe, you know, and you say take four or five paragraphs to do so. Generally, it will be softer than if you're trying to fit it into yes. a tweet or yes. you're trying to fit it into a response. And you're, you know, because... I mean, part of the two, right? You get like the likes, you get the shares, you get the dopamine mm -hmm. hit of people responding and reacting in dramatic ways. And that encourages you to be more extreme all the time. Mm -hmm. and, and social media's algorithms also enforce that. It oh, wants yeah. to propagate that because that gets more clicks. It it, it shoots, it, it aims towards interaction. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to, even if you hate it, it's going to show you something that you engage with. I yeah. had a guy who was like, he engaged with my posts and then I said something he didn't like. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal. It was so <laughs> funny. But he, he was like, you need help. You need to go see a psychiatrist. Like mm -hmm. anyone who thinks it's funny, it, <laughs> there was a lot of people who thought it was funny, mm -hmm. but there was one oh, guy. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he's not gonna listen. I won't say his name because no. I don't. He's he's not he's not a progressive person. He's a very no. fundamental Christian. Fundamental mm-hmm. to yeah. a lot of degrees. And I put out a post uh, <laughs> around Christmas time, and I thought it was so funny because I made it. And uh, it okay. Uh, I'll tell you about it because mm-hmm. it was a picture of. Hmm? Do you guys hear the fan there? We need to do. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's just is what it is. Okay. We can't do anything with it. Okay. All right, so it was a picture of Santa Claus creeping in through a window or fireplace, or whatever, and then a note beside a kid's bed, and then he opens the note, and you can put whatever you want in that little space of what the note is reads, and it's gonna say, uh, "I put in there, judge not," and then it shows Santa like holding a gun over a pillow over the kid's head, like, "Fuck, did you say I just brought you presents, and you're gonna tell me to judge not?" <laughs> So I find it very funny. <laughs> also, because maybe he's tired. Maybe he's had a long day, and he's, like, done with all of it. Maybe, maybe Santa's just sick of your shit, kid. Yeah. <laughs> he already brought you something, and you're going to be a pretentious little prick. <laughs> Anyways, so he says, you need help. And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know, man. You need help. You need help for lots of things. <laughs> that I didn't think that was one of them. I, yeah, I, I, that wasn't even that bad. I'm like, that, it's it's. He he got forty percent, Mike. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would not listen to this. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't make it past the first fuck. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, maybe he'd get to it, and then he'd be like, "All right, I'm turning this off. It's too blasphemy. You need help." <laughs> so, anyways, and but it's this this social media giant that's out there he engaged mm-hmm. and what that's what they're going for yep. yeah i don't i don't discredit i'm not trying to and i don't the more like let's say the more you react and respond to stuff that makes you mad the more it's going to show you stuff that makes you mad more stuff that makes you mad yeah and, yeah. and that's going to make you think more and more and more that the whole world is going wrong mm-hmm. it's going to reinforce like this uh, yeah, social media is just a giant confirmation bias machine. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's exactly or, what it is. Or just, or, or just gets you heated. If you engage with negativity or, or liberal things, and it's going to continue th- mm-hmm. showing you those things because they know, hey, this keeps them yeah. clicking. It confirm, and it confirms your biases, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you For, encounter guess, something yeah. that you dr- vehemently like are disgusted by, yeah. and then you interact with it, like, and then it shows you more. It's, it's driving in deeper and deeper and deeper that disgust response to the point where you think it's everywhere and super pervasive. Every time you tell Facebook, this disgusts me, Facebook's going to be like, hold my beer, watch this. (laughs) It's going to find something else. Or it'll be like, I like this. They're going to show you more of that shit. Exactly, exactly. Now, now Facebook doesn't know what to do with me, except for show me South Park clips. (laughs) I love... There are worse places to be. I love... So genius. They are fucking amazing. Like... They're so good. Mm-hmm. They, they're ahead of their time. They're making fun of both sides. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. And uh, I just I enjoy it so much. What, have you seen the recent one of the ones I saw was uh, Token, the black kid. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, his his name's Tolkien. We named her after Tolkien, the J.R.R. And he's like, oh, I I thought you named him. Never mind. And so everyone's like. He's like, yeah, but Cartman was calling him Tolkien or Token. He's like, yeah, but Cartman's an asshole. So he calls Cartman. <laughs> Cartman's like, were you calling him Token? He's like, yeah, I called him that. Did you know his name was Tolkien? He's like, yeah, of course I knew that. Who doesn't know that? <laughs> Kyle or Stan, one of them, just looked like the worst so racist in the, the whole, world. The whole show was Cartman trolling everybody. No, no, it went worse. Where the kid went to a doctor and the doctor like did a, 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 the 
he broke the fourth wall. He's like, anyone who thought that his name was Token is a racist. <laughs> fourth wall break to the nth degree. <laughs> like, this is so they fucking re- funny. They really are ahead of their time. All the like, time. I remember growing up, I was like, oh, South Park, it's just another vulgar cartoon. Yeah. That's so much more than that now, especially the later seasons. They, mm-hmm. They've really matured as, as creators. Oh, yeah. And it, it's incredible. They're so good. So, uh, I, I, so again, Facebook doesn't know what to do with me because I don't engage. I'm just watching videos, and maybe if I see something stupid, I'll comment on it. But it's like a friend thing. It's not like a share that they put out unless mm-hmm. it's and, – and then I'll, I'll do one, and then I'll just disappear for months on end. <laughs> I'll say nothing because yep. there's no point. Like, why? I mostly just lurk and have Facebook Messenger for keeping in touch with family. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to engage much more than that. Yeah. So, do either of you tweet? Fuck no. Did you t you did you taught I taught a putty tat? Taught I taught a putty tat. I tried to for a little while. Really? For for our show, I tried to, and I tried to intentionally like go and find polarizing stuff to talk about. Like I'd go find the most polarizing content creators that I could and try to like don't comment and and retweet, and I did it for like two weeks and absolutely detested it. It's this sounds really this this is gonna be some progressive sounding stuff. It took a toll on my mental health to just just to be immersing no, myself that. in no, that. No, no, that's not a progressive thing. That's just a thing yeah. that I feel the <laughs> same way. Just the fact that just just what I'm looking at my phone has such a direct effect on my daily mental health. Oh yeah, was intense, and I had to take a step back from it and be like, "Is it worth it?" And the oh, answer yeah. was no. It was very easily no. And I, I've set the world on fire sometimes on Facebook or whatever and, and just been like, all right. And then I just walk away. Mm-hmm. I didn't even engage afterwards. I just say something that would annoy somebody. And the, I could do it a lot more back in the day. Oh, don't worry about the sound. It's all good. Sound. No, they need to know. a fresh drink. We crack beer, haven't <laughs> You've been listening? Come on. I have been. It's, yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> so, um... No, I I will set the world on fire and then I'll walk away because I just mm. don't. I want to say something, but I don't want to give it the the attention that it wants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the fact that it wants that attention. I'll give it just a slight to think that I'm caring and then I'll walk away. But I'm I'm too wordy for social media. Like, oh yeah, I like I, I I despise being reduced to sound bites mm-hmm. because I can't feel like. I don't feel like I can any way express anything close to what I want to. Like yep. in, so I write these long Facebook posts. And nobody fucking reads them. Nobody reads them. Like they're like, I don't got time for this. Right. I'm going to scroll to the next, you know, to the next meme. And see if somebody else read it or. I know. And so you're, and then I realized <laughs> like, reacted. oh, I just spent 45 minutes trying to craft this mm-hmm. in, into a really intelligent way that really reflects how I'm feeling and put it out there and just crickets. I'm like. Okay, no, I'm I'm done. Yeah. So I I just disengaged at that point. It's one, it's not because anybody did anything or mm-hmm. made me mad. I just realized I was wasting way too much of my life trying to be deep on something that nobody cared about. Yeah, and yeah. I'm doing it again with this podcast. Yeah, no, no see, but that's the podcast the thing. allows you to express it. <laughs> oh, this is so much more fun. Oh, this, it's way this better. This is worth it just for the act of having these conversations. I'm oh, having yeah. so much fucking fun. Because if you were to put this down into words, what we're doing, it would it would take up half a book. Mm-hmm. Like a half decent book, it would actually take up 
a lot where these are, are nuanced discussions and they're putting them into, like you and me have had disagreements on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, man, Will became a fucking libtard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even want to engage with him, but at the same time, I, it, it feels like conceding a defeat if I yep. don't engage. Mm-hmm. And it just gets to this point of, I'm like, no, I'm like, Will so wasn't it, that It turns bad. friends into enemies. Oh, yeah. It's because we disagree on a few points. Mm-hmm. I know we disagree and yeah. I'm good at disagreeing. But was I... I, I wouldn't stand by a friendship that I had because we disagreed because I was like, no, fuck that guy. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, no, I'd rather just disengage and be like, we can agree to disagree and, and not even say that. I just mm-hmm. stop. I don't remember what we last disagreed on. Probably guns. Oh, probably. Which <laughs> but, I think we might be closer together than, than, than. Than you were? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't feel like I've moved. <laughs> no, I've moved a little bit. We'll get into it some other time, but yeah. I have this thing with, with social media. I have like this litmus test that I run now and I don't always follow it. Sometimes I, I break down and I, I still type out a paragraph or two because it just mm. feels cathartic sometimes. But <laughs> generally speaking, I have like this litmus test in my head is like, would I sit this person down for a coffee or a beer to talk about this? If the answer is no, just walk away from it. I won't, yeah. have, won't have it anymore. If it's worth talking to them in depth about something, like if I really want to sink time into it and if I really feel like I need to, to engage with them on it, I'll just yeah. try and do it. I'll go out and try and engage with them if I can. Yeah. Or reach out to them in, 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 in private messages or something like that. But if it's not that important that I don't feel the need to do that, I don't need to engage with it. I can just let it go. Just yeah. water off a duck's ass. Yeah. Your, your life isn't going to be any better for doing it. Exactly. And, and that's why Facebook hates you. In fact, maybe you. even worse. Facebook exactly. and Twitter hate you because of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And isn't that it? Isn't that exactly it? All right. So, so I guess on this topic... Like right now, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. Elon Musk fucking a bought <laughs> bought Twitter, and it has reignited a conversation that was really really loud a few months ago. Yeah, it's kind of reignited it to to you know white hot again. And that's I'm the hoping topic, we disagree on the this. topic of free speech. <laughs> I'm worried we don't. I the it, thing is, I, I I'm I'm so uh, I'm. I'm uh, for, for the sake of discussion, I hope we disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to beat this word to death over the course of this podcast and any future ones we might do uh, uh, nuance. I'm going to beat that. Like, no, that, no. The, it has to be. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a critical word that, that, that means so much, right? Mm-hmm. And with the takeover, a, a lot of what we're seeing right now is... So I I'll, should, let, I'll let you can I'll, I'll be I'll, let you referee this one. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll be referee and I'll be the I'll be the audience to you too because. Okay. <laughs> We both like to talk. In some ways, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, if anybody like takes Twitter overly seriously, like it's literally saying tweet, tweet like a fucking bird, something we listen to as mm. children. And I'm like, how and, are like, people taking this seriously? These, these tweets are like affecting <laughs> world politics. It's insane. What the fuck? <laughs> it's literally the word tweet. Elon affects his, his stock prices with his tweets. I it's know. Wild. Wild. It's, Un- why are people taking this fucking thing so serious? <laughs> Sorry, that's that's mm. how I actually feel about Twitter. You're not wrong. <laughs> so we again common ground. <laughs> All right, cheers yeah. to that. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question here, mm-hmm. just to kind of like find our our place in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So why is okay, why has this whole deal with Elon Tusk? I mean, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw in a Rick and Morty yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why has this whole thing with Musk ign- reignited this topic of free speech? Uh, I think because the le- I, I'm, I'm going to say <clears throat> left. I'm not saying progressive. Yeah, yeah. The left is worried that 
Musk is going to do to them what they have done to the right. Mm. Would you agree with that statement? That, that's I just think, my, my, my read. My re- I think there's some people in the far left that are maybe concerned about that. I think they're more bothered by the fact that they're going to have to listen to people that they didn't think they'd have to listen to anymore on their fancy little social media platform. Mm-hmm. You know, to use the most ubiquitous example, Trump, that they may actually have to listen to Trump's tweets again because... Well, you don't have to. Well, this is the thing, though. It's, it's so stupid because they it don't is. have to. You're right. All you have to do is not follow him. Yeah. But just by removing him off Twitter... All of a sudden, we don't have, like, and the fact that he's no longer the president, but we don't have to listen to him anymore. His, despite his attempts to talk on other social media platforms that he's supported apart from Twitter, you just don't hear from him. You know, you have your, your, um, your, 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 your Trump stands retweeting some of his stuff that he's posting on his social media platform, but for the general purpose, the the general public doesn't hear what he has to say. Well, do you feel as though it's being suppressed though? Like they are (laughs) trying, they are actively suppressing that. Because there, there, there is something to be said for the jump in, in, in conservative followings now. But again, it's, it could be so because again, it was from, bought by from, Elon Musk. From a technical aspect, to somebody who's coming to this podcast not having much clue what's going on, can you give some more framework to what you're talking about, right? Because okay. I feel like you guys are talking inside, inside baseball at this point. Okay. So everyone the, else knows. You don't yeah, know. <laughs> so Elon Musk buying Twitter, mm-hmm. he's effectively privatizing Twitter. And so he can do with it as he chooses. Yeah. So if he okay. decides that he <laughs> Kind of like Tony Stark. I've successfully privatized peace, bitch. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and Elon Musk has thing. talked in such a way over the last few weeks that it sounds like that's what he's going to do. He's going to yeah. institute kind of a free speech erring on the side of free speech. If there's a conflict as to whether or not a person should be allowed to talk on a platform, chances are that as long as what they're saying is not like absolutely directly inciting violence, inciting violence, they'll probably be allowed to talk on the platform. And so a lot so of So somebody could say, spread stuff about like flat earth or their yeah, opinions yeah. on COVID. Fucking yeah. People you know, like... Be, be they intelligent or complete bullshit, like they can kind of just put out there whatever mm, they want now. Yeah. Or at, so, least yeah. that, at least that's what's being promised. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the left is afraid they're going to have to deal with the likes of Trump, Alex Jones and the like uh, back on the platform. Fucking A. So this is where the nuance comes into play. I think they have every right to be on a platform, but the platforms are owned and operated by companies for the purpose of profit. So I don't look at Jones and Trump being silenced as much as uh, as much of a, a suppression of their free speech as much as just bad business. Bad business. Ba- Sorry, I disagree 100%. If you look at it from a business aspect, these people were getting engagement. They had people literally posting about Twitter every single time tweet, uh, Trump put out a tweet. How is that bad business? When, All publicity when they banned is Trump, good publicity. Twitter's stock prices went up. So? Because the majority of their their are a bunch of left leaning people who yeah. are like, oh look, they're the doing the tech if, world. If they've gone away to successfully monetize that as a company, like no harm yeah. no foul, then right? Yes, exactly. But like they 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 on on they lost an entire right side of the aisle when they said, they, okay, but did they though? That, that seemed to, the thing. That seemed to do them pretty good, you know, on the bottom line but anyway. This this is the thing. Things like but Twitter, as soon as Elon Musk decided to buy it, the stock prices jumped. Oh yeah, even higher. But like things like Twitter have at this point have become so ingrained in our culture and our discourse around especially things like politics that it it didn't really matter what Twitter did. The right would never leave the platform completely. They talked about it. They were like, oh, we're going to go to Telegram. We're going to move to Canada. Yeah. And 
Some of them did. It was the we are going to move to Canada oh, aspect oh, so, of social yeah. media. And a few did temporarily. <laughs> Most of them didn't. Yeah, because those platforms well, the, the left is doing the exact same thing. Sean King did mm-hmm. the exact same thing. He's like, oh. I'm leaving Twitter. And then five minutes later, he's like, I'm only going to be promoting my ready. book and some of my other stuff on Twitter. Ready, like, you ready for some, some curse words and some common ground? <laughs> Sean King is a bona fide grade A cunt. <laughs> Fucking hate his Holy guts. smokes, we got our first C word, guys. I hate ooh, his guts. We have guts. never said the word cunt. You're, you're welcome. No, I, I, I hate his guts. He, he is a <laughs> and prime example. it came example. from a left guy. Yeah. Guys, like, not even. <laughs> wow. He does people on the left of the I said service. faggot, but he said cunt. Oh, you get wow. context, you're saying it. I mean it as offensively as you. Actually, you know what? I retract my statement. I retract it. Yeah. I'm not going to call him that because he lacks the depth or the warmth. Depth. <laughs> I hate almost everything that is about him, except for the fact that he raises money for some genuinely good charities. Oh, that's but apart so from funny. that, I think he's a waste of human flesh and he should apologize for all the oxygen he's wasted over his lifetime. Um, I would just be, I would <laughs> I'm like sorry, to be, I'm, I'm still not over your depth or warm. <laughs> I, I would like to thank you for being here. And, uh, mm. <laughs> At the same time, I have absolutely no love lost for people like Trump and Alex Jones being on the platform. I think they should be there because if, no, if you're going to have people say stupid shit, wouldn't you rather have them say it publicly so everyone knows like, okay, show their cards. Look at the libs of TikTok. Perfect example of a a platform. All they're doing is showing what they're saying. Show what Trump is saying. Show Show what Alex Jones is saying so people can decide for themselves that he's a piece of shit. Sort of. So I'm I'm gonna half agree with you here. I'm I'm actually with you on the Alex Jones end of it because he's just a layman douchebag. Yep. But Trump being president and using the medium in the way he did very well was I think I think it was really bad for politics. Bad for I th- politics, I th- but he. I think but, it did. But a, for the platform itself, he yeah, did very I, well. I think it did a really big disservice to discourse in <clears throat> North America altogether, and and also in the realm of socio-political issues. Like, can you imagine the headaches going on in in uh, the White House? When at three in the morning he sends out some some tweet while he's like all busted up on pills, Kofefe. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, I'm not going to slander Trump. Fuck him, say, whatever. No, you could say fuck him, but I'm, I'm not going to say he's he's doing pills because I don't know. I don't care. I hate politicians. Fuck them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we can okay, agree we, on that too. We can say that, but yeah. I don't want to accuse somebody of being a druggie okay. without you know evidence. Uh, okay, I'll just call him. Way too many that. people are on pills. It's not a big deal. Whatever. All we're, right. We're half cut on alcohol I'm right on now. I'm on bourbon right so. now. I can't complain. <laughs> but being president of the United States, like, you can completely fuck up, like, serious inter-country negotiations with an errant tweet or something like that. Or, or use that in a really manipulative way that puts you in, in, in an awkward spot and, and creates tension in negotiations in what your country thinks is going on and what other people think is going well, on. Like when, when you're dropping like potential nuclear threat tweets, when you actually have the like power what's going on to do in, that. Like what's going on right now in Russia and Ukraine where they're saying, oh, God. Putin will do, he's literally, no, they're literally doing the same thing Imagine, right now, but imagine what nukes, Trump's not, tweets would yeah. be like. So 
Okay, that that's a whole other thing when yeah, you're using when it. you're using your country's media machine. But when you're just using like the thing, the tweet, to do that, like you're take you're taking away all the checks and balances that the government should be having for their egomaniacal leaders, and they're all egomaniacal. Yes, mm-hmm. you're taking away all of those checks and balances, and people will be like. Okay, hey, whoa, 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 here. Let's run this through the machine and polish off the edges or tell you that this is absolutely 100% a bad idea. Or just leave it to the branches of government that are responsible for this to begin with that you have yeah, nothing to do getting... with. Sorry, go ahead. And so, like, if you're the leader of a country, you shouldn't be fucking around on Twitter. You should be getting your ass to business and doing politics. It's like it's like an Uncle Ben moment from Spider-Man, but great... Great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yes, it's it's just not the it's not the place. I the thing is I don't think he actually did bad policy while he was in there. Okay. That's not a, that's oh, not no, what hold, this hold was on. about. It's no, not no, what this is hold about. Hold on, I, I, I mean, what I mean with that is he was distracting a lot of the of what was actually going on with the tweets. He was using it as like look at this hand over here. Look way over here, and what is he actually? What is he physically doing? Because he's so he can yeah, distract so a lot of progressives. Mostly, I think. As somebody who's, hey, who's golf <laughs> is a good thing. I, I don't play it personally, but knowing the the type of business and the the way you build relationship, it's like fighting. When you fight somebody, you build a bond with them. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. As somebody who's been gaslit by a madman for better part of a decade by his use of social media. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Because, like, we, we dealt with that on a small scale. Yeah. A whole damn country was dealing with that all the time. And it led to crazy amounts of chaos in the social thing. It led to complete widening of the divide of people. Yeah, but that was not perpetuated by him. It was perpetuated by, by the media. Conglomerates. By, by the, the media. By he gave the, them ammunition. Yeah. They fired oh, the no, guns, that's exactly, but he gave no, them the ammunition. 100%. So I'll, I'll, I agree there. I will agree an, with an, that. An age-old mat, uh, adage is like the, when, me, the medium is the message, right? The medium that you choose to communicate with absolutely inherently affects the message you're communicating. Twitter is the worst place in the world for a world leader to just be fucking around. Sorry, I, I, I appreciated how we fucked around because I I feel like the system was so corrupt <laughs> that that it needed to be fucked with a little bit because he was the guy to go in there and be like, no, I'm going to bring this all this stuff to light. He's going to actually talk about what he's really doing. And the problem was everyone talks about the distrust of government, distrust of this, distrust, like we can't trust it. It's all sleaze. It's all horrible. And he's like, oh, do you really think that they haven't done that? you bad? just said he was using it to manipulate and to like distract left hand over here, right hand over See, here. Yes, because his policy, the actual, in, in his enacting of policy so why was can't, good. why can't our politicians just just be about policy. Like be- I fucking miss Stephen Harper so much because he was boring and vanilla. He just <laughs> I he agree. was just he was so got great. around to doing his job respectfully, whether you agree with his policies or not. He was so he didn't good. fuck with culture. That's right. Because because neither side, and I say neither side, both the the Democrat or the left and the right won't let it and, happen and, again. And I'll say they this. Won't. I'll say the same thing about Jean Chrétien. He was a good prime minister. Fuck that. I don't like him. <laughs> but that's because I don't remember much about him. Yeah, From what I remember, I, I, I don't I don't didn't like so, him. I, wanna, I had friends that met him and they were right. like, 
I'm going to backtrack to a couple of points here that I want to, I want, I want to touch on. So okay. the first one, I'm touching on the whole Trump, this hand here, yeah, and yeah. This hand. actual policy. And this and is where my, my farther left tendencies are going to come to bear. I think that's giving Trump way too much credit. I think, I think he really was just an old man fucking around on Twitter. I don't think there was enough strategy or, or thought put into what he was tweeting. I think we give him way too much credit. Oh yeah. I think but we, a, we give all, we give all politicians way too much credit. Look at what the right is doing to, uh, with, with, to Biden right now. They are just trying to do either discredit him or say he is an evil, evil man, one or the yeah. other. And it's like, man, just can't he just be uh, a, a, a Ponzi? Like he is there's a enough, pawn to something. He is not in charge. Yeah, there's enough trouble. Like there's enough things to criticize. And I said this about the left during during Trump's presidency. There's enough to criticize without having to, to stretch truth or, or make crap up or, or, redu- or, or result to like low blows. There's enough, there's enough shit above board to, to criticize. We don't, we don't need to. No, that's why Libs of Tuck Tark was so phenomenal is because they would actually be like, hey, look at this <clears throat> fucking crazy person saying, and they would actually, they would make these people saying crazy, stupid shit bigger because they would find these things. And it's like, hey, look at what these people are saying on this side. And it's, it's, the thing is, it's not picking. That's what I didn't like about the Libs of Tip Talk is it was not picking, but the right or the left does the exact same thing with the alt-right people. They're going to choose the people that are fucking stupid, mm-hmm. who are a bunch of hicks or whatever they are. Because they're easy are, targets. And put the spotlight. Oh, like, uh, but like, both sides do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Why are there, we, gi- and we was, give attention uh, to them. After, during the whole trucker, uh, thing. Oh Ottawa, yeah. There was, what is the Canada version of 60 Minutes? Or is it 60 Minutes? Oh, this hour is 22 Minutes? No, no, oh, no. Oh, you're the thinking 60 new minutes, actual news. The, the yeah. actual news. So, oh, geez. I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I only uh, watch yeah, it, funny it was, news. Yeah, CBC, like one of their like more Fucking prestigious CBC. news Fuck hour yeah. The National maybe? I don't know. Is that sure. thing? It was, it was one that kind of like 60 Minutes. The Canadian version anyway. The Canadian mm-hmm. 60 mm-hmm. Minutes. I, I, pisses me off that I can't remember what it is. But they brought this guy Pat King on from the whole trucker deal. Mm-hmm. And, like, whoever thought they should put that guy on the microphone to represent the truckers, like, <laughs> yeah. needs to be shot in the head. Like, because that guy was a train wreck. Yeah, they, they look for the train wreck. That's yeah. all they want. Oh, yeah. Like, like they, they found stuff of him, like, just, like, putting stuff out on Facebook and tweets and all the stuff of him, like... Talking Probably half about, cut, like we oh, are right talk, now. Talking about like the the Aryan race being the only true bloodline. Oh, <laughs> why couldn't why couldn't people like see like CBC go and interview a, a, a Burn Bugert? Because right, that, because that doesn't get them ratings. Exactly, the nut picking yeah, exactly. is what gets them. Just like the libs of TikTok, just like all these people who are like, look at these fucking racists. It's like that's what gets them's rating. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same it's the same formula that that every inflammatory uh, uh, media outlet uses. I mean that's. That's the bread and butter of your your Tucker Carlson's too, is find the most inane, ridiculous side of things, twist it even a little bit further to make it just sound absolutely outlandish and so easy to criticize that it it, it, it sells itself. Yeah, and and both sides are are, are so guilty of it. Oh and yeah, it's it's maddening. Are we, are we doing both sidesism? <laughs> like it really sounds like we agree on oh. a lot. Of, we might agree <laughs> on, I think, I think Trump and Alex Jones should be on Facebook or on, on, on Twitter because oh. I just love hearing him talk, but I want to get back to the thing because we obviously disagree. It's fine. What do you think of Elon Musk buying it? I mean, I, he just made a whole bunch of people really stinking rich. Yeah. Um, both, I don't like both from the people who buy it and the people who stayed. 
Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like it's to people who have stock in Twitter or whatnot, it's probably a net win right now. Oh yeah. Uh, there's so many people that are happy. Um, without getting, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get mired in, in, in the larger, um, my larger opinions on it. I think the fact that Elon Musk has that kind of money to throw around is BS in its own right. The fact that a human being has that, like one person Why? can leverage that much power. I don't think that there's any, okay, we're, we're getting into this. This is my, this is my progressive psychometer. I don't think there's any reason that any human being on the planet should have that kind of power. Why? I don't think that human beings can handle it. We're incapable but of handling he, that power. He's he's not a regular human being. Uh, he's I don't know if he's you, as human as anyone. I know, but I don't know if you've seen the way he thinks and the way he speaks because he I doesn't have. speak like you and I do. I know. He he, he actually, has a South African I, accent. I, I, it's I, wild. <laughs> no, he, honestly, I think he's autistic. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. No, he's it, on the spectrum, and it's got to be somewhere I, on there. This is something that I, I'm not going to plug I, it yet, okay. but we talked about it on on, on my show. Is that? Oh, you've heard it. You can say whatever. I, it's the Will and Dave show with me and my dad. <laughs> but it, what is it called? We, me and my dad. No, no, it's it's called the Will and Dave show. It's like Caillou, but with adults. I know. Me and my dad. We're going to talk about socio-political issues. But I I don't think that there's any reason that anyone needs that. Like forty-eight billion dollars. Fucking a. Nah, I, I don't think that any person deserves it. Yes. Nobody deserves it. Yes. No. Now, here's why he I disagree. He couldn't possibly have worked that hard or been that smart. Yes, by, he can. No, by a factor of Okay. Like, by factor he, of amount of work okay. put in, he can't earn that much money. Yes, he can. Because he took advantage of the system. The system said, hey, if you build this electric car, we will compensate your efforts. Now, I'm not saying the Tesla's not a great car, but the government has, has, has subsidized the cost of creating it. Yeah. Have they not? Yeah. He took advantage of the system. Oh, yeah. And does he still, is the system broken? Is the Tesla a good Every car? Every system is. No idea. Is Never it, driven one. Is it powerful? Sure. It's does fast it use too. the green method? And I use I don't that. Care. Uh, no, but this is what I'm saying. I believe, I'm a, I'm a capitalist to the core because I believe I you should be re- rewarded for what you've created. Yeah. Now, I believe, I don't believe the government should have subsidized it. I really don't. I think that the, the, the system should have let it run its course. If the if the electric car is as good as I say it is, let the system, let let the market decide that it's worth it. And the problem is that the, 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 the market didn't decide it. It was the, the electric car was forced onto the market because of government and subsidies. It's not just that, though. It's the market decides a lot of things. But to get to that level of wealth, you don't just do well in the market. You don't just provide a good product or work extra hard. Why not? A Bezos doesn't just provide a good product and work extra hard. You no. don't get to that level without crushing people below you. No, he created a system that actually built a lot of people up. It, but not as many as it crushed. No. No, it, it's, it's... Who did it crush? Who did Amazon crush? Everyone. No, it crushed oh. fucking Walmart. No, no, it's... I'm not... I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Crush Walmart all you want. I couldn't give two shits. The people, what it's done for... Labor. Okay. The. What it's done to labor laws Amazon in North America. did to Walmart or what Walmart did yeah. to the small businessman. And Walmart's just as bad. Yes. They just didn't do it on the scale that Bezos did. Yeah. So Bezos but, is guilty of the same crime but just times two. But it wasn't out of malice. It was, he saw it's a marketable greed. demand. So he saw a demand and he yeah. met that demand yeah. with, I have a great idea. But it's not, but this thing, it's not just demand. Like an Amazon at this point have become so all encompassingly powerful. They can find a product. Like, let's say, 
let's say I make a widget and it's a really good widget. Yeah. Now, Amazon has such a ridiculous amount of control over the online marketplace that the only way for me to really make any profit with my widget is to sell it on Amazon. Yeah. So I do. I sell it on Amazon and, and I'm making make some a money. Fucking boatload. But here's the thing. As soon as Amazon realizes that my widget is really profitable, yeah. they tell me, hi, you're going to make the widget for us. We're going to sell the widget or you can't sell it on our platform. But then you then you can, but that's the thing. But they, I can't stop. But they would compensate you for it. They not would, as, no, but, but now they own it. Now it's theirs. Yeah. Now it's but their power. But they would compensate you for it's it. It's not worth it. On a, on a monetary level, it might you would be make, worth it. You would make on a more on a monetary. That's you no, no, just said it. monetary no, that, But on a moralistic level, because there's, it's no, there's no, shit. no, no. We we're not talking morals. We're talking well, economics. Am, okay, you guys have talked for a while yet. I'm just going to interject for a second here. <laughs> there's more than one potential way to be able to use your intellectual property to make money. Just because, just because somebody who comes in essentially as the the Don, the Don Corleone of mm-hmm. the situation says. See this? I'm. This is mine now. I'm gonna pay you for it, but this is mine now. You know, like he's gonna make way, way more money off of it than mm. you will. Like you're making a very small percentage off of it. If there was more opportunity and more places for you to be able to peddle your wares, you could make more money off of off of that simply by being able to be your own boss or to own your property. Mm-hmm. And like it's like it's almost like when. When artists decided, hey, you know what? We we're gonna we're gonna labels. say we're gonna say fuck the label, and we want to own our masters, so that mm-hmm. we can do what we want with the thing we created, rather mm-hmm. than rather than me putting something on on wax, and then the label being like, thank you, this is ours now. You know, like no, that's mm-hmm. your intellectual. You came up with it. You did it. Yeah. You know, like you know, you can change the game. Like there is a different way for like let's say a widget to be done. Where that's, I think, the more equitable and more ethical, mm-hmm. where you, like, as the distributor, can make money off of distributing, but still give that person, like, their due cut of their intellectual effort yeah, in, in yeah. producing it. it. This is where but, the problem comes into play is because now it's it's gotten to the point, especially when you're talking, like, using Amazon, again, as the example, in an online marketplace, it's not a free market anymore because Amazon owns the marketplace, they own the property that everything's being sold on. They own the cars that are shipping everything. Yeah. They own, it's no longer a free market. That's the problem. I, I don't have a problem with a free market. Capitalism has value. Well, But now we're in post-capitalism. It's we're, al- we're it's almost like capitalism. It's almost like a resurgent of oil barons. It is. Yes, it, but look what happened to the, the, the oil barons of old. They are, they are not what they used to be. They are yeah. not. Do you want to know why? Because <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt saw it. And he broke them up into smaller companies forcibly, whether they liked it or not. <laughs> Same with yeah. the rail companies. Yes, but like every every now and then, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to a Batman quote from Ooh, uh, the Dark quotes. Knight. <laughs> you know, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become to become a villain. Okay, mm. with sorry, keep going. So, Is it you want to keep going on that? Yeah, and I don't. Uh, when it comes to serp- certain capitalistic enterprises, that that idiom holds true where you are a hero for a certain amount of time, but slowly you turn. Oh, yeah. Like, slowly you become more narcissistic, more, like, reactive, more engrossed in success rather than than what's right. Yeah. And you can turn into the villain that you set out to slay. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, like, 
Well, yeah, okay. Free markets are a good thing. But when entities get to the point where they can essentially, like, take a huge chunk of the free market and say, "You, this may be technically free, but fuck no. We yeah. own this now. Amazon's yeah. kind of That's turning not... the internet into a company town. Yes, but yeah. you, you, could, you could turn around... Cut your cut your losses, keep your integrity, and sell on eBay. You could turn around and sell it on a private website. And if your widget is actually worth what it's doing, you don't need to use their distribution network. You can create your own because there is <clears throat> there is the networks out there. You can use the postable service. You can set up your own thing. But you are going to be taking a loss. But if your integrity and your morality is worth it, then you're willing to do it. With that being said, how has no one pointed out that that Bezos looks like Lex Luthor and he's a billionaire like Lex Luthor. That's actually a really good point. I think <laughs> he's borderline equally as villainous too. And Elon Musk, totally the guy from Simpsons that Homer went to work with for a little bit. <laughs> Flamethrower and everything. Give it a few more years. <laughs> yes. He gave me the Buffalo Bills. What, what, it's like, oh, that's not bad. I'm what, like, was, what was his name? I, I don't know. There? I didn't really watch I much couldn't Simpsons. Tell I think it was like you. Scorpio or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, something fucking awesome. Oh, like, oh. Remember Hammock District? Like, yeah, Jim, 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 <laughs> He's a really great boss. He wants to take over the old evils of the core, but just a really nice boss. How, how, how do you make them work harder? It's like, hey, could you guys work harder? Yep. So <laughs> do. I want to tie these two things we talked about because we're talking economics now. We were talking free speech on Twitter, and I, I want actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I wanna. I wanna, I wanna connect these two really nicely. I think that what's happening on Twitter in terms of what we're viewing as censorship of your Trumps and your Alex Joneses and things. I think that is, in a way an expression of that free market because companies like Twitter decided that Alex Jones was costing them more money than it was making them. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that there's any major tech company, any Twitter, any Facebook. I, I don't think that Zuckerberg is out here being a, a, a moralistic white knight for the left. He's following the dollar signs. And they calculated that, hey, having these people on our platform is costing us more uh, than, it, than, it's, than it's earning us. So get rid of them. Because there's lots of there's lots of oh, terrible I, I, terrible I, crap. There's there's CP all over Twitter. There's all manner of awful crap on Facebook, oh, and they yeah, don't do anything you, about you it. You can literally find terrorists exactly. on Twitter. But, but no, you won't let you won't let Trump put out a few bad tweets. Exactly, but he will fucking let a terrorist incite violence. Exactly, it's it's atrocious. But they don't care because it's not really affecting their bottom line at no, all. No, because it's a, it's a public face, right? It's, it's yeah. giving them, a, it, it makes them yeah. look good. It, is, it puts them on a moral high ground to say, hey, mm -hmm. look, we, we got rid of the guy you don't like. It sells. It doesn't matter if, if what he was saying was true. Mm -hmm. Their shareholders are going to look really well on that. Because he did say things that were actually true. Not everything he said was 100% correct. And, and near the end of his presidential run, he was. He looked like a real bitch. Trump looked like a bitch. You just need to yeah. shut the fuck up, admit so, the loss. And there walk is something away. I would like to add to my comments on Trump and my opinion of his usage on Twitter. I don't think that Twitter should have cut him off. I think that the people at the White House should <laughs> yes. have said, "Get a grip, you crazy old." They're like three and a half years <laughs> late on that, that, that one. That wasn't that wasn't the platform's job. Like, how somebody how at the White House should have been like, "You're making our life way too hard." Mm -hmm. Stop I, it. And I think that that's why we give way too much credit to our government because like we could cut off people's cell phones. Like, no, you fucking can't because he still got his. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and I just, I just don't think it looks good. Cutting mm -hmm. him off because now they're worried. I've actually heard other politicians saying they could cut off a politician's access to Twitter. They could cut off one party. What do you fuck do you think they just did? 
they did it four years earlier, and now they're worried about. And that's the thing. This is the time where conservatives that are being allowed to be on Facebook and now have the (coughs) sorry freedom absolutist, Mm -hmm. where they can say whatever they want. Now's the time to not be a dick. Yeah. Given this whole thing, now's the time to take the high ground. Like take the high ground. Make them all look like shit. Don't be petty, and then (laughs) just play the whole script in reverse next time. Yeah. And and I agree. I think that that if for whatever reason Twitter or social media were to decide that cutting out the right wing or cutting out any other politician were to benefit their bottom line, they'd do it in a heartbeat. And on a moralistic level, I think that's atrocious. I I think it's that's awful. And in the same sense that I like. So, a lot of my concern so in in that way, like because like you know we we made much of like nobody should have the cat the individual capital wealth to yeah. to buy Twitter, but given that somebody did, like just just mm-hmm. given that this is a fact that yeah that is that is going on now, like Elon Musk, he doesn't really need to care about the bottom line. No, he yeah. doesn't what, have to. About what our Twitter is doing. But he had to take out a loan. Like he didn't. He didn't have that money together. He <clears throat> oh, yeah, had to go and get it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, still, like, I mean, what wealthy people know how to make wealth and debt and something that work for them. It's mm-hmm. like voodoo. But you know, given that, like, if 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 somebody's bad for the bottom line, you know, he. It seems like he's doing this like. <laughs> Kind of as a troll, like I mean, in a certain way, <laughs> he is like, a fucking troll. Of it trolls, doesn't seem though. like this is, is the smartest <laughs> business plan on his part. No, it's so, horrible. So I mean, if he's going to be fine anyway, and he's going to own this thing anyway, like, isn't it not a bad thing for him to just be like, all right, letter buck, guys. I don't care. I don't care if 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 uh, AOC is bad for my bottom line. Let her say her piece. Now, here's a, here's a, one more thing I wanted to say. Tell me the year that twi- <clears throat> Twitter made a profit. Made a profit? When did Twitter make a profit? They're a giant. He just spent $45 billion on something. Okay. I just asked a question. Can we focus on that and then get back to this? Just really, really quick. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Never. I, you were just saying about how, as a businessman, this seems like you do He's not doing this as a business thing. He is doing this as a, this is the right thing to do. Because if he was all about the money, he wouldn't fucking be doing it. If he was as greedy and selfish as you make him out of it, just fine. Unless there's another, you know, no, he hasn't. He's gone bankrupt multiple times. Oh, yeah. He, he. But again, the, to reiterate that this isn't just his money. He got, he has investors involved and, and yeah. loans yeah, involved. And, and, and they wouldn't be, be giving him the money if they didn't think it was going to. Yes, they would. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Yeah. They, no, they're all bottom line. They they see him like a, this anomaly. He has this, mm. and I'm hoping oh, see, that I he think, finds a way to make money on this. I think that you're you're doing asymmetric insight here. I, no, I just look at his history. That's all I'm doing is looking at his history. No, no, but from what from you're ascribing value to people from intense intensive per like in the, you're ascribing value to their intentions that you have no way of knowing. Yeah, well, we do the same thing with Trump. We do the same thing with Ali. Apart apart from that, like you just said, they look at him like some the kind banks. of anomaly. Like the the banks somehow look at him as some kind of like wonderkind or like a moral like compass or whatever. No, we have no way of knowing that. No, no, I, I am speaking. I, mean, for, I am speculating. I am. And, you know, mm-hmm. banks are notoriously 
stingy about wanting to make sure that they get recouped for their stuff because they have yeah. boards and they have but, stuff like that that they're that they're responsible for. But there like, there have been multiple times in the past where people have tricked banks into thinking they're more important than they are, that they are better off than they think they are. We're, we're, we are we can't be above that. And I think that with this, I think. I, I, I'm not trying to attribute this and, and be the troll of all trolls, but I think yeah. it is possible that, that Elon Musk is like, no, this is worth dying. like this is worth going bankrupt over. This might be worth something. With the number of times that he's intentionally influenced his own stock prices or his own business decisions through the use of social media and the way that he's used social media to influence this one and to hype this one up, yeah, but- I don't think there's any... I don't have any doubt. Again, yeah, I am. I am ascribing some some level of uh, 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 what was the word you used again? Um, Asymmetric. Yeah, I, I'm assuming I'm making assumptions as to his intentions. I don't think that, given his history of how he does this sort of stuff, that there's any doubt in his mind that he can spin this and still make it profitable. The fact that Twitter's stocks are jumping. I've I've got a I've got a kind of like a, almost this conspiracy-ish alternate theory of why he's doing. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got a, I've got, got an alternate back. theory of what, of what he may be seeing in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is like the whole of it or if this is just a little thing in the in the back of his mind. But yeah, this is totally, you know, I just called Lay you out me. for that. But I'm gonna go straight into some asymmetric games right here. <laughs> Lay it on me. Oh fuck you then. Give <laughs> me the bourbon while you're doing that. <laughs> okay. So, Elon Musk is huge on this neural link thing. Mm-hmm. He is deeply pushing, you know, this, uh, you know, this almost like transhuman type yes. of, uh, type of way that, that we should go. Owning Twitter and all of its history and all of the stuff going on there gives a tremendous amount of data to funnel into Neuralink. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like almost frighteningly so, like how much you can learn about the human psyche or about what people want mm-hmm. in a way to turn that endeavor of his oh, yeah. into something that yeah, that, that is ascribing ridiculous. a lot of, like you're, you're I, actually, Oh, I told you, this is straight conspiracy-ish. <laughs> I don't think you're far off. I mean, I do, see, I do. It, I, simply because I, I, oh, it's possible. That data like, you can't You can't run complicated algorithms without data mm-hmm. that's true like that's one thing that was really wrong with the with like not just tesla but any of the auto driving uh with any of the auto pilot kind of features stuff like that they had glitches at first because they didn't have enough data to properly yeah. run how they were going to react in real ways call me so- crazy but I might be on the same page of the year, unironically. Because <laughs> you think about it, think about it as, as an investment. That data, that amount of personal data exists. There's companies like Palantir that'll sell it to you or Amazon that has the servers that the data all travels through. So they have access to it as well. That, that data exists. That's how we have social media that functions as it does and advertisements that are as, as painfully accurate as they are. Let's say he buys Twitter and let's say he knows he's going to take a billion dollar hit at the end of the day. After the stock jump at the beginning, let's say long term, they predicted they're going to lose a billion which, bucks. Which is what I see. I see them losing a lot of money. But the billion, the billion dollars for that much data, that's not a bad price. I'd pay that for the amount. Like if I was in his position and I Especially need that kind he, of data. if he was investing in the next level of human mm-hmm. technology and the that, next level of you're what not too social far media off, will be. I would not be surprised. I would imagine, not be surprised. Can you imagine having all those algorithms pumped directly into your sucker's brain. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I, I feel like Zuckerberg was trying to do that same thing at one point or another. And that guy... Yeah, but see, Elon Musk gets shit done. Like, in yeah, weird ways. He really does. <laughs> I And that's why I fucking love him. I don't care how uh, what you think of how much money he has. Like, the whole... Okay, uh, we kind of disagree on him being able... You don't think that somebody... Sh- with the space travel, do you think that was a misuse of money? Because I feel like it was a giant leap forward in humanities. Based off of what I've heard from Musk in 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 previous interviews, I mean, even going back so far as his first appearance on the Joe Rogan experience, um, space travel to him is something that's very dear to his heart because he seems pretty convinced that the Earth's going to implode. Not literally, but that, that we're going to burn ourselves out of national resources before we find a way to get off the planet if we're not careful. Yeah. So I, I view that as potentially a, a moral thing for him is getting off the planet or having a way to get off planet. Yeah. But the thing is, he won't be able to. Probably not. No, it won't happen in his lifetime. But he sees it as a future. Like, he kind of mm-hmm. sees, like, okay, no, this is not for me because he is building he, something he bigger. He is interestingly, like, ideologically <laughs> driven. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and that's one but of the, the things that he, I think, that's one of the things that I think is playing into this whole Neuralink theory I have is mm-hmm. because he thinks that tram, he, transhumanism is literally a next step for human evolution. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. to mix with machine and he needs data to do it. And, and that's the thing. A lot of people, they, like, they, 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 I don't like the, um... The, the the microchip the whole uh, end of days theories that a lot of Christians holy have. shit is he the precursor no. to the antichrist he is antichrist no uh, <laughs> that's brilliant uh, no I don't I don't now like we that can wear because our hats. <laughs> I I don't wrap yeah. the neural link it's the new mark of the beast you see he's gonna put it right here in a little hole in your forehead and if you scan it with a scanner it's gonna come up six 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 hundred percent guaranteed 100% the USB guaranteed portal be on your right hand. That's just your right hand. you won't I, be able to buy or sell you hear you see that's why I don't like the uh, the mark of the beast bullshit and I say bullshit uh, because the whole the, it's about the hand and the mind the mind see, right it's, when it's, Jesus it's, comes you're mm. getting left behind motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> see I just I this this is too big of a topic to really get into oh, tonight. Oh, I know. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hundred percent. I'm goofing right yeah. now. <laughs> no, no. I, I, want, I want to plant the seed as we're talking about. You know, oh, we're wealth, way ahead of this. Moralistic. I want to plant All the right. seed. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and buy my way into a previous uh, a future a episode. Bit. All right. I don't think there's any reason that a single person should have access to more than a billion dollars. Why? I don't think they need it. So? Fuck Fuck, fuck need. Fuck you don't em. need it. You, do, you, do you know what you don't need? You don't need a fucking motorcycle. You're right. You don't, you don't need a cell phone You're right. that you can research everything you want. You're right. It's not about fucking need. I know. It's I have created a product. I have created a business. I have created something that you want. And I don't care. <laughs> then, I then, don't care. Then what is the point of what's, what's the drive? I don't think that any human being can have that much I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with the money in terms of like what they can buy. No. I have a problem with the power that the money translate into. And I don't think but, that any human being can handle that much power in an ethical fashion. But you've seen what he's done. What has he done? What has he done with the money that he has made so far? He has said, hey, I believe done that good even You're the right. smallest person should be allowed to say whatever the fuck they want. And you should take personal responsibility for you fucking listening to it. Because that's the problem. Is A lot of people are like, okay, Trump, yes, Trump shouldn't be allowed to say these things because he wields too much power, but it is still your personal responsibility of saying, no, I, I choose how I react to this. And there's too many fucking dumb people out there that is like, oh, I couldn't help myself. It's like, yes, you fucking could have. You're right. But I think that <sighs> it, it discredits the ability to, to, to personal responsibility. People heard it and they decided how to respond to it. And the decision was to get rid of it. 
Yeah, but it, it, it was by a bunch of right-leaning or left-leaning people. Now that somebody from the right is it's coming in. by a in, bunch of pocketbooks. Yeah, but now that somebody's coming in and saying, I don't care about my pocketbook, I feel like you should be allowed to say whatever you want. I Because it, when, it, when it was not privately owned and it was owned by a group of people, it was okay. It's mob rule at that no, point. No, it still was privately owned. Twitter's mm-hmm. never relatively, Twitter, Twitter's relatively never been, private. It's never been an actual private, mm-hmm. uh, like public square. It's always been a privately owned company. So, I mean, in by some ways, in some ways, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a bit of a sick kick out of the, like, you know, before it was, it's like, well, Twitter's a private company; they can kick off whoever they want. And now that like one guy is like, <laughs> you know, bothered out. Then, you know, and the shoes on the other foot, like, no, this is the public square, guys. <laughs> we can't yeah. let this happen. Like, yeah, but he that, was the public square that was not allowing people to be censored. He was the guy who was who was saying, no, you should be allowed to say whatever you want. Because the public square before was like, no, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. And, and, and that's what I don't like. I think you, Will, should be allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It's one of those things where I want, this is an instance where I really want to be wrong. Like, I, I really I, want... I have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. I want to be wrong. I want to see Elon Musk keep it as a purely free speech space as he's, as, as he's indicated that he wants to do. I worry that if he allows everyone on the platform... Is, is it going to have, like, a situation of mission creep where, like, over time, the, the I worry, ideals creep towards one end of it again? Not even that. I just think... I, I worry that... When they allow anyone on the now that he has it and he's going to be able to look behind the scenes and how everything functions and the metrics and the numbers and the engagement, that when they allow people back on, that he's going to come to the same conclusion that Twitter already came to that these people are toxic to the bottom line. So he becomes a villain, and then he's just going to go back and do the same thing and be like, "Oh no, it was inevitable," and is it was he he sold it on a moralistic platform, and I don't know if he believes it or if it's for the bottom line, and it's kind of irrelevant. I worry that in a couple of years time, we're just going to be right back to where we are now and nothing will have really changed except for the name on the, on the, on the front desk who owns the place. Yeah. Oh, like uh, politics. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to be wrong. I don't want that to be the case. If he's going to do it, go ham and do it. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't. I, I heard him say at one point that he wanted to make all of like any given tweet or anything like that open source so you can go and see yes. what's. I really hope he does that so that at least there's some kind of accountability where you can be like, you know, look, he, like, why are you, you know, why are they, you burying this in the algorithm? They might until a couple people get doxxed and some people get killed and then they're going to pull it back well, there for the are same reason that it people already is. People are already I mean, getting doxxed I mean, as it is. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is that but it's that, difficult that to do is, right now. No, it's not. The Washington Times did it just this last week with the person who runs the libs of TikTok. Uh, they, they didn't even have to try. Is, no, but they did it. I have a question here. Is is doxing like is that protected by free speech or is that something sort that of. is technically illegal? Because I, I mean, it's, like, it's like let's say inciting violence is is an it's it's illegal. It's not covered yeah. by free speech. It's, it's as if they're saying, uh, "I'm not going to tell you to go harm this person, but here's where they fucking work and here's what they do." Yeah. So you could be whatever the charges would be along the lines of inciting or. Uh, uh, there's a word I'm looking for, not collusion, but there are some charges that could theoretically apply if, if you're doing that. The actual act of doxing itself isn't necessarily an indictable act as far as I know. Okay. In the case of... Like in the, in the age of, well, in, in the age of, of like essentially speech being online and, and just out there in the way it is right now, like mm-hmm. is there room for 
that like legally to be amended like so that like let's say like the ability to disclose people's personal information about their work or location or or things like that is no longer protected by free speech without jeopardizing free speech cuz like i don't see the, the, the like only, what what is the, the actual purpose of being able to be like put out anywhere you live at so it's such as the street like like what what benefit the, does that do cuz that that doesn't the, the, further any kind of it, the, that doesn't further any okay, kind of conversation okay here, here's what it does it sets a precedent because when you do that and because it's legally uh, uh, capable, I don't want to say liable, but it's not the opposite of liable. It is legally permitted. You're able to do that. You have set the precedent. So now you have said, this is how far you can go. Because it's not illegal. So yeah. what's to stop me from doing the same thing to you? Because so far, nobody... Here's the thing. With um, the liberals on the left... They're very good at setting the rules and the boundaries of how far things go. Do you know? Okay, what the no, f- but that's that's not my question. But no, no, that it is. A, it is what you're saying. You're saying what is the benefit of doing it, or what is the legal application? No, what my question is, does it affect the heart of of free speech to make it illegal to reveal people's homes and locations and private information? Okay, that's my question. So the trick is, I think it has to be one or the other. And right now, we're on the side of. If you want your information protected, you can protect your information. And if somebody forcibly and maliciously exposes it, they open themselves up to legal repercussions. If we wanted to get on the other side of it, where your 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 information, like you, if you post something online, everyone knows it's you mm-hmm. that did it. There's a certain amount of, of, of benefit to that because people will be less likely to post as ridiculously incendiary stuff with the knowledge that that could come back to bite me. Yeah. As if, like, I wouldn't Precedent. say... Yeah. yeah, people wouldn't say the stuff they say online in person to people. No. Yeah. The trick is how do you transition from one to the other? Because mm-hmm. that transition period is going to be ugly. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so... I, I, it's a I, civil I think, war, man. I think that's what I'm butting, <laughs> yeah. up, that's what I'm butting up against. It's this, this kind of in-between space where somebody could be like, okay... I don't like what they're saying, so I'm going to put out private information so that somebody who's going to harass them mm-hmm. has the tools to go do it. Like, and, how, like and, that's but, not free speech. But that's yeah. why we said earlier, this is the time to not be a dick. We end every single episode with God bless, don't be a dick. This applies to people that are but, on Twitter. So I don't gonna, be like, a that, dick. But this is a both side thing, right? Like extreme people on any end of the end mm-hmm. of the spectrum do this like that's, yeah. it's not it's actually not something that's like relegated to just right people or just left people no so like obviously being, we being don't just that, get yeah. lefties on our <laughs> Be, being that it's being that it's an equal opportunity stupidity yeah is there any way to just say like okay cut that shit out we're no longer protecting that under God, free speech that'd be so nice if we right? could do that it'd so be so much. nice i don't that's something that i struggle with all the time i i don't know how to make that transition i, I don't know how to do it there in a way that isn't going to be dangerous to so, so many people. And that's, that's Cause we, we, that is a big part of the problem is too many stupid people on both sides. Yeah. Both sides that, so, that, that so go So it's either got to be illegal or full on talk shit, get hit. Yeah. Mentality. Yeah. And the problem talk is. Talk shit, get hit. I, yeah. I, I lean can, towards I, talk shit, I can, get hit. I can get, I'm a I can Darwinist. Get I just don't like the in-between. Yeah. I don't like the fact that it can be manipulated or done. Well, heck, look at capitalism under a socialist government. Capitalism under a socialist government is like, we need to redistribute everything that it was gained wealth. Like, people gave their money to this company. Now we're going to take that fucking money and give it to these people who didn't fucking earn it. And that's the, yeah. 
you need to be one side or the other. Either yeah. make everything fucking illegal or just just fucking wild, wild west. And I lean towards wild, wild west because I believe that Darwinistic thinking will get to the point of the stupid people will be, they will die out. They won't last. They will be suppressed. They will be like, okay, no, you should, you need to shut the fuck but up. Isn't that what Will was talking about as far as some yes, of the... but not, but not by government or 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 or, or um private company or by private right company, but by other people, by a culture and culturally, in, in I a, think you should shut the fuck. Like you should be able to be like you just described cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it from a top down. I did it from a no. You don't. You did it from a culture aspect uh, in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's and what some culture, people. That's and what some cancel people, culture is. That's a whole Eber, bunch of people going Eber, and be like, "Hey guys, don't listen to this guy anymore." And a whole bunch of people do it, and then yeah. they're like, "Why aren't people downloading my shit anymore?" Because yes. you got canceled by the people. Yes, but and it then should we be done. call that bullshit because we don't like cancel culture, right? I just think of the people canceling the people it's, I don't like, like Ibram X Kennedy and all like It's such a brutal people. catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, oh, I, I, it is. And so like you were saying before, nuance, right? Yeah, there's so much to it. Oh, shit, I, that sucks. Cancel culture is a ca- like that's that's it a is cancer. But but you the the way you described it though, I mean, like that's an an act of the people. Not exactly, a, not a but not thing. but not like a fuck. No that really one messes should, with my head. That no one should listen to you or. We're not going to allow you to speak. There's a difference between no one should listen to You're you right. and not give them attention. Because you can cancel somebody without officially canceling them. Yeah, you should be able to say, I'm not going to listen to you and I don't think anyone else should. And mm-hmm. just leave it at that. In the same way that Uggs were a thing, cancel culture has kind of become a thing. It's real fashionable to get on the bandwagon and crap all over somebody. You just dated yourself so bad. Uh, hey, Uggs <laughs> are still a thing, man. Are they? Yeah, they don't look the same. They're like a whole brand that just make like super comfy, you can buy them mildly. buy store. No, actually, like fancy. You really? get like fancy ones. Like they're like not like Timberlands, but like I saw a picture like on social media of a guy that I really love. He's like a, he's like a, 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 a sorry a guy with Uggs. It's comfy chic. Yeah, he's he's this. Yeah, they look like Timberlands. What they look like. So yeah. he, he's like a black guy living in D.C. He's a therapist. Really cool guy on Instagram. He's one of the reasons that I actually still have Instagram. But they look like Timberlands, but they're just all fuzzy and cozy inside. So he's like, yeah, man, I look like a dude in these boots, but man, they're fuzzy as fuck. I love them. And I just think that's a cool concept, but they're expensive. They're like a hoity-toity type uh, footwear that I would never own. I don't know why some of the stuff that's out there just gets so much credit. Do you know why I'm on Instagram? Why? There's this guy. I think he's the Boston something or other. It's for the models. (laughs) It's the models. It's It's for the booba. There's to watch the butt implant. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's this guy on there who will say the funniest shit like, uh, if you injure yourself at work, say nothing. Be a man. Or oh, be a man on TikTok. <laughs> be a Fucking man. yeah, gold. I love him. He's Drop so... an ice cube on the floor, kick it under the fridge. Be a man. <laughs> you go to a hardware store, can't find what you look for. Leave. Yeah. Don't ask for help. Be a yeah, man. Yeah. Can't fix you got, something. You got to throw a wrench against the fucking wall. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. Yes, Boston. Be a man. He's oh, amazing. He's so good. He's fantastic. Uh, Don't be a woman. Don't be a woman. Be a man. <laughs> so stupid, but I love what's, it. What's that? I, I saw really good. Yoga is good for the body, body and the mind. Never do it. Be a man. No, meditation. <laughs> yeah, yoga. meditation. You know what? Okay. Okay. So coming from like a super progressive look at that, I love that. That one in particular is like this wonderful little dichotomy of it's like, it's good for your body and your mind. It's an acceptance that yoga could potentially be good. I do not do yoga. I hate it. I've tried it. I detest it. But it could be 
theoretically oh, yeah. super healthy and no, good not, for you. Not just theoretically, I, proven. I, yeah, I, I, proven. I want to do yoga, but I'm scared about the demons. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> stay away. You don't have to be guaranteed <laughs> that spot in hell. Calisthenics is okay, but yoga, <laughs> fucking demons. Do you believe in demons? I don't think you believe in demons. It's, that's a nuanced question. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a yes or no oh. answer, there, brother. It's just the, the concept of that whole that whole yoga is good for the mind and body. Don't do it. Be a man. Yeah. It's such a wonderful dichotomy <laughs> of both being so fucking like, gold, hyper masculine, and also understanding and, and also of the concept. Yeah, deprecating of masculinity. Yeah, I, I love it so much. It's such it really a genius is. TikTok account and uh, Instagram account. Oh, it's phenomenal. I don't watch it on TikTok because I'm fucking over 20. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I haven't TikTok's used it in for a while. children. Is I'm it? sorry. I don't understand. I know there's people that use it and they're like, oh man, you could really promote your podcast it's, if you just yeah. use fucking TikTok. I'm like, no, I won't fucking use it's it. It's Vine. Like me. I said, That's we're all it is. horrible. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's so good marketable. It's so interesting though that like, like how far it swung. It's like, you know, t- 10 years ago, mm-hmm. like, TV was the thing. No, and no, no, no. You got to go further back than 10. Okay. Sorry. You got to go like 20. Whatever. <laughs> TV was the thing. It was the golden standard. You did interviews on CNN or on NBC. Yep. You had your couple minutes to plug mm-hmm. it in, get out. Like you maybe had a couple questions. You maybe got 45 minutes tops if you're on a top tier show, like with commercials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you're either like 30 second TikTok or your three hour Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. No in between. <laughs> yeah. That's well the thing You're is not Vi- wrong. <laughs> Vine was doing it before. Vine yeah. was doing it, but it died because TikTok is just Vine Plus. Uh, yeah. That's and the I, only reason I watch. I've never posted a TikTok in my life and I never no, will. I watch them because they're they are fucking entertaining, yeah. but I will not engage. I will oh, yeah. not I won't even like. No, I don't. I, I've saved like some creators, a favorite of them, just so I find more it's, stuff that they've amazing. created. And that's the extent. Yeah. It's amazing the time hole that pulls you, pull, oh, yeah. pulls you in, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I put a timer on it. You have to. Good. Like, I have to. Because, like, you, good. Can, you can good idea. just I turn into, it. like, a flicking zombie. It, mm, cool. Yep. Mm, cool. It's something that I, 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 I actually haven't used TikTok a lot. I've been using Instagram because now kind of Instagram, like, regurgitates TikTok so I can get it all yeah. out Yeah, YouTube. Place. Oh, same, same with thing with Facebook, YouTube, all this stuff. But whenever I do it, if I go to bed and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to hop on Instagram, I'll only use TikTok when I'm in bed. Yeah. And I'll only, when I go to bed, it's like, cool, half hour timer, then I got to go to bed. Yeah. Because otherwise I'll just stay all night. I'll just... Oh, yeah. Well, it's me, me with the uh, South Park ones. When on yeah. Facebook with South Park videos, they just keep bringing, if they know that I'm actually watching them because mm-hmm. I fucking Beat do. Them to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just keeps going mm-hmm. over and over and I just keep watching because there's just, there's so much, after the amount of content that they put out, they put so much out now that, yeah, they can splice an entire episode here, there, and oh, all yeah. over the place. And there's Easily. so much out there. Yeah, I, I'm like that with like a, a Rick and Morty bits or, okay. or BoJack Horseman. I've got an opinion Peaky on Blinders. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Peaky yeah, Blinders, I, I actually got into. But I have an That's opinion about Rick and Morty. Oh, lay it on me. It's, it's, it is far smarter than people give it credit for. And in the opposite way, Big Bang Theory is a lot dumber than people give it credit for. You're absolutely right. Because Big Bang Theory is like, oh, this is fucking smart, so I must be far smart for watching it. It's like, no, you're you're No, all they're doing is grandizing nerd culture. They are grandizing nerd culture. They're doing a culture? terrible job of it yeah. as but a that's nerd. The thing. 
Yeah, and, and it's like, yes, they're making jokes. Yes, they are kind of funny once in a while, but... Every now and then they'll throw in like a four-syllable word just to oh, yeah. make it superficial. If That's you it. were actually as smart as these people, you wouldn't understand their jokes. They would be making jokes about math. I made a math joke in high school, and it was a fucking horrible joke. <laughs> and uh, I said it to a girl, and she's like... I don't understand what you just said. And that's what Big Bang Theory should be. Should be. Mm-hmm. It should be jokes that you just don't fucking understand. Now, Rick and Morty, on the other hand, is the opposite of that, where if you understood the depth of some of their jokes... Szechuan's us. Sesh- yeah. I just hate Rick and Morty's fans, as a general <laughs> yeah. rule. Yeah. Rick and Morty fans are a bunch of assholes sometimes. I know, because they're just like what we're being right now. It's so smart, you don't even get it, guys. You'd I laugh so much harder if you really understood. I don't like yeah. Rick and Morty for I, how I'm smart it is. I, <laughs> I like Rick and Morty for how emotionally intelligent it is. I don't oh, think it gets nearly enough credit for that. Unbelievably. And yeah, just, like oh. Morty's arc and that whole thing. Yeah. It's, it, at times, it's gut wrenching. It's you, it's funny to joke about Pickle Rick, but then that therapist scene at the end of that episode uh, kills me every the, time. Every time, it's so good. It's like because because it's it's defeating both ways. It is the scientist taking apart the psychological and the psychological taking apart. The every science. time I watch it, I have to sit and back and like and it's, it's, I, I have to sit back and look at my life and like. Am I too fucking lazy to get better, or am I gonna go out there and get better? And so I, that, like, watching that just makes me yeah. forces me to reflect on myself and look at myself. And be like, I need, I need to, Rick, Rick metaphorically himself. speaking, wipe my ass more. Rick himself is like heartbreaking because, like, oh, the yeah. smartest man in the universe, and he just keeps dwelling his own toxic bullshit and mm-hmm. and just never ever gets better. He's got all the talent, all the ability, all the stuff in the world to do whatever he wants. And then just keeps going back into the bottle. Like it's there's there's times I feel like that where I'm just like I'm just like I keep coming back like a dog to his vomit to mm-hmm. his, to my own emotional wreckage. It's true. Like do you, as someone who is, I think I best qualify as agnostic. I don't I don't qualify myself quite as an atheist, but agnostic. It's I interesting. Hope so. uh, if you've heard anything we say about atheists here, you oh, I don't care. They deserve it. they deserve a lot of crap. There's a lot of stupid <laughs> ones out there. No but, offense, atheists. Yeah. But offense. I don't think we've said anything bad about atheists. Not yet. A couple of jokes. Oh, but maybe we haven't. We'll have to get into it sometime. Yeah, but we've made more jokes about Christians than we are Christians. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah. But it, it, <laughs> Rick and Morty is just like a, a great example that I can't I can't intellectualize my way to being healthy all the time. No. As much as I love to try and, and think my way through my emotions, sometimes yeah. you have to sit back and actually feel them. Whether you're relying on a deity to help you process your emotions or whether you're relying purely on yourself and your own uh, uh, ability to work through that that's you know yeah here or there but i just like the fact that it forces me to take a step back from trying to to that's my problem i try i try to intellectualize my way through stuff yeah like to the point where like i intellectualized to the point where i was like okay i don't believe in anything anymore like it's everything is chaotic how'd that go for you oh it was awful (laughs) it was a nihilistic tailspin oh yeah it is a nihilistic tailspin and to the point where you're like, okay, I, I actually just need to like sit down and like rest on something other than me because mm-hmm. like I'm really fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. Yeah. Like as, oh man, we're like, getting, now even, we're even philosophy is oh, great. I know. Even, hey, even man, when you say the word, do you believe in a deity? I'm like, what do you mean by deity? There's there's some gray area there. Yeah. Like well, you know, it's, I it's don't your think... understanding and my understanding of the word deity itself. It's like okay, what do you mean by the word deity? <laughs> because what I mean by the word deity, it it differs. Yeah, I mean, I'm at the point now where like when somebody says God or like Yahweh, God the Father, or something of like that, I'm like, 
I'm not entirely sure we're talking about the same thing. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> it's so, like, this. You he, sound very oh. Jewish in that one. You're like, oh, what do we <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't have said Yahweh. I would have, that would have instantly burst into flames. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love these conversations because we're, we're, we're talking about the same thing, like intellectualizing ourselves into this nihilistic tailspin. And on one hand, you, you can look to something that you view as greater than yourself and, and, and use that as a stepping stone towards finding some level of understanding or contentment or, 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 uh, meaning in life outside of that nihilistic tailspin. Cause that's kind of where because hyper-intellectualism no, ends there, up. Yeah. But there's no hope. There's no meaning at that point. At that point, when you get into the nihilistic tailspin, it's like, well, I'm going to fucking blow my, blow my brains well, out because everything doesn't, nothing fucking matters. I, I find it so interesting. But on that aspect, I never wanted to blow my brains out because riding motorcycles is too much fucking fun. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on a second. There, I'm a, there was I a corner wanna, I haven't conquered I, yet. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to miss out on a second of fun. I don't want to miss out on a second of my son's life, oh. you know, or, or anything like that. Right. Like suicide has no romance for me whatsoever. Mm. No. But there's times when I'm like. Is everything meaningless? <laughs> well, and this is this is where on say yes and keep going. <laughs> I, I love finding these kind of parallels between where where you're finding meaning in life, kind of out of that nihilistic tailspin within uh, a, a religious context, and then looking at where uh, myself or some contemporaries that 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 I look up to, where where we found meaning out of it, which is that if nothing matters, anything can matter. It can be motorcycling. It can be watching your kid grow up. It could be anything. If nothing is a defining, you know, matters, anything could matter. Anything that you want to matter can matter to you if you decide it to be so. And that's where kind of your emotion trumps the, the intellectualism within, uh, that, that's on the secular side, but it, it's so cool to me watching the parallels, kind of getting to the same points and finding meaning in life, just different routes. I just find that stuff so cool. And that was also part of the impetus of wanting to be on the show because we could talk about that sort of stuff. Oh, that was satisfying. That was some top quality ASMR right there. Yeah. We're good at that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Too far. Too far. Oh, what is it? Uh, Misophonia? I don't know. I can't remember. People who don't like mouth sounds. So I was listening to this black metal album the other day and the first song starts off with just like this... This this song that triggered the ASMR reaction to me, like it just this like clicking, crackling sound that just mm. like sent shivers down my spine. Like the guy that sent it to me, I'm like, oh, they the? fucking knew what they were I was doing. Like, what the heck is up with this thing? He's like, oh yeah, they put a big microphone up by a bunch of rats, and they gave they gave them like dead <sighs> human bones, <laughs> and then they were they were eating the human bones and like recording the sound. Oh. And they, they took a really good one from that, and we, so I'm like. Holy shit, that's creepy. I love that it. Is metal, metal <laughs> fuck. That, that, that is metal as fuck. That is metal as fuck. Oh, we There's... haven't even released the metal as fuck one. We just did yeah, a we, metal we, as fuck episode. We, yeah, we, nice. roared, we, we recorded an episode just about how Christ- Christianity Christ- has gone milk toast. Gone milk toast. It's taken the sacred text that is metal as fuck and made it Ned Flanders as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. It really has. And and so we did this episode and we haven't even released it yet. And so the fact that you said metal as fuck, dude. Okay. I, we're going to have to release that one after this one because this one's topical and timely. We got to get it out ASAP. <laughs> well, how yeah, soon? Yeah. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't want what this do you one want, to Sunday? wait two weeks. We should, yeah, we should do Just this Just let one. me know when it's out because I'll share it all, all over the place. Cause so both, both your viewers can yeah, meet both, both our viewers. Yeah, both our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I went on a, a, somebody else's podcast that is here at Fort St. John, and I'm like, hey, you guys are the second best podcast at Fort St. John. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the comment thing, I put almost as good as a blue collar philosopher's podcast. <laughs> and ju- I'm, I'm waiting for a reaction. <laughs> That's great. I put a lull at the end just to see. Uh, uh. Yeah. Not important to the podcast, but no. important to the metal. Well, the if, if you like cool metal noises, there's a guy, uh, uh, Mick Gordon. He does yeah. audio, mostly for video games, but he does lots of stuff like that where I think one of his songs, he used a lawnmower. He sampled a lawnmower and then he spliced that with his electric guitar Ooh. to make just the crunchiest, gnarliest guitar noise ever. It's real cool. It's very... That's awesome. He, he decided to do that. They, they remade Doom. It's, it's about kill, killing demon ass, and they're like, "We need some heavy metal with that, with a lawnmower." I think he did another one with a chainsaw. Oh, there, there was a bunch of ones. Indiana Jones there was, did there it was with a, a, there was a, a zombie few. movie where somebody strapped a lawnmower to their chest and like ran like head like, <laughs> chest first into a horde of zombies. Like that's okay. There sorry, was the whole lawnmower thing no, going on that. Like, that the, was amazing. In Indiana Jones, one of the movies, I don't remember which one it was, but in one of the Indiana Jones move, movies, they used a tiger sound as one of the motors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's just it's the strange things they do with some of yeah. these movies. They unbelievable. In uh, I uh, want to say Mask of Zorro. You remember the explosion at the end of Mask of Zorro? Yeah. They use mountain lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Twister, the the, sound, oh, yeah, the that sounds of the tornadoes. Yep. Camels. Yep. Camel grunts. Or the, oh man, the Tyrannosaurus in 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 uh, Jurassic Park was like eighteen different samples or something ridiculous. He had so many different animals rolled into that. Yeah, and I think heavy machinery as well or something oh, ridiculous. And it, and it like is hair raising. Oh I yeah, it's it. great. I mean, they sounded no way like that. Yeah, doesn't matter. Like now, they're, now you they're, guys... they're pretty sure based on like the fossils and the sizes of their yeah, spaces and cavities and larynx that. and stuff like that. <laughs> they have fucking plus, feathers and they probably plus the fact like that birds. We, plus the fact that we've got animals that are fairly similar. They probably sounded something like like birds. Giant, giant crocodiles like in their hissing and kind mm-hmm. of what's growls. That, and what's clicks. that pterodactyl? One of the flies in the air. I don't remember what they call. <sighs> yeah, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. They're supposed to have feathers, apparently. They found some yeah. prehistoric feathers recently. So We're finding that a lot of them had feathers. Oh, a lot of them did. A lot of people, they like, look at these things. Like, they were fucking bald, and they roared like lions. It's like, no, they probably sounded like birds. Most of them sounded like birds. Probably. And they like all birds had feathers. And, and, and kind of, they would have reptiles. Made rep- we, don't, reptilian we don't have cells. reptiles that really roar that much. No. no. And even, even lions and things that we quintessentially think of as roaring don't really roar. They bellow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, they're more of like a... Yeah, it's way more grounded than movies yeah. made us think. Except for tigers. They're fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. so, those yeah. things have the classic growl. Man, mountain lions. It doesn't matter how many times I've heard them living up here. That'll, that will that still makes my butthole pucker so fast <laughs> hearing a mountain lion when you're out walking in the bush. Well, you haven't taken a corner at 130... <laughs> I have not. Next to this guy. I have not. I am. I, I have had there, my there asshole was, pucker so many times because <laughs> of riding motorcycle. It's there, there was one time. Cause so when we, we ride side by side, mm-hmm. like, you know, you don't stagger or anything like yeah. that. We're like. You can fist, see your, fist you can fist. see the buddy that you're riding with. And, and with the club we were riding with, like everybody in the pack rode like that. Mm. So you're like two, 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 no matter how fast you're going. The, the bars changed a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when we started. When we started, it was a little harder. Yeah. Like, you know, even in like corners and stuff like that, like you were like right there. And so there was one point, like Mike and I were going around a bend in the, I think it was the Bear Flats. No, no, no. It was that really, really wide one after Pine after Pine River going towards Chetwin. 
So we're we're down in this. And Mike reaches over and he's leaned over so far and I'm over so far this way. He reaches out and he moves my my highway peg, my foot peg <laughs> with his hand. It's like, oh hey. When you've got your left or right hand so far over that you don't even have to reach off your handlebar that far and you just grab it and move. My wife has been pissed off. She's like, you guys are going to tangle your cables and we're going to crash because our cable, our handlebars are so tight. Like, yeah, man, dude, you have not had asshole puckering until <laughs> that point. Why don't do it? I'm not brave enough for that. Um, it's, I'm no, just it's not mad brave. enough to admit it's it. Stupid. It's, <laughs> it's stupid enough. I've almost died it's, a few times. It's the specter of imminent death that gives it a degree of meaning and specialness. There you go, yeah. It, it really is. Like, especially when, because, like, riding bar to bar like that, fucking stupid. Like, it's not the way they teach you how to do it. It's not the way you're supposed to it's do it. It's not very safe. It's like you're taking a dangerous activity and you're making it, like, 12, Expen- yeah, exponentially more dangerous. Yeah. And you're you like, get hey, to, not only do you crash, but I fucking crash with you. And you get to the end and you're, like, blood bonded. Like mm, it's, yeah. it's the mm. weirdest thing. Like it's it's like it's a religious experience. Like almost like you're. It's like a blood oath. Yeah, it, it's it's a for a motorcycle club riding bar to bar like that is like communion. Mm. It's it's you're partaking in something together, facing the specter of death, and enjoying something, and then getting to the end, having survived it, and it bonds you. Oh yeah, mm. it's it's. Different level, man. Like if you listen to people, race car drivers, motorcycle riders, they're the way that they think is different because they have faced death head on. But I mean, in in another ways that it connects to like like you guys like you know did jujitsu together yeah. and stuff like that. Right? Oh, same like, thing. Th- there, yeah, there's a degree of bonding that happens that way too when yeah. you're like contending with one another or like you're you guys are like the bond, the gym, the. Mm-hmm. The, the team, you know, going oh, yeah. out to well, fight the other iron team. Iron sharpens iron, man. Yeah. It's yeah. the grinding. There's a reason that, that, that people who do hair-raising activities together, whether uh, rec- recreationally or, like, you look at guys in the military. Oh, yeah. You do stuff where you, you, you put your life on the line with someone beside you. There's a level of trust that you, you can't attain without doing that. I mean, me as a cynical asshole who doesn't do most of those activities, I sit back and be like, yep, because I don't trust anyone that much. But there, there is a, a wonderful uh, depth to that trust that you don't access without that risk attached yeah. to it. Yeah. It is, it's really incredible. It really, really is. All right. Do you need a drink? No, I'm good. I got to drive home, so I got to be careful. I realize that. Yeah. That's why we, I'm, I'm sipping on water we now. We are responsible adults. Sorry, I almost spit up my beer. <laughs> <laughs> the timing of you saying I almost spit out my beer is perfect. Uh, all, this. all right. So obviously everyone has understood that we disagree. Well, oh, yeah. I disagree. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm remarkably surprised how much you and I seemed like we were on the same side on a lot of this and stuff Even with today. Mike and I, there's so many common points. Oh yeah. But that's, nothing's worse than just getting people that just can't fucking find any common ground yeah. at all. And you can't do this on Twitter. Like no. you just, no. you just it, it turns it into an argument right away do yeah. you think anything do you think part of it has to do with posturing it's like you're not doing it because you fucking feel this way it's because you want other you want people to be to perceived yeah. this way i think it's a mixture of that and and untouchability 
Oh yeah, you can't be I punched mean, in the face. Like I could literally. <laughs> you could just reach over and slap me if I really said something truly offensive, and there's nothing stopping you from doing that. And yeah. honestly, if I say something that offensive, I deserve it. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Aside from the word cunt, I can't believe. You said was, was that know. was that on the on the burned take or was that on? No, the... he said cunt on the good oh, no. one. On I the good one. That was that was my okay. my distaste for Sean King coming through. <laughs> I really don't like him. He. Okay, so. I don't You're like fucking yeah. racist. I know we need we, need we need to make sure that this episode goes to the UK because they'll they'll, they'll like appreciate, us. They'll it. appreciate yeah, yeah. it. It's not a big deal to say that there. I don't I don't hate a lot of public figures. Like I really try to separate my distaste for a public figure from who the person is who's doing the things. Oh, yeah. I assume it's good like, faith in a lot of ways. Yeah, like Elon Musk, even I, Will Smith, uh, like the yeah. actual Will Smith. That's yeah. A, fraud that we you know this fraud that we have over here. White Will but, Smith, vanilla, <laughs> vanilla. Will. There are some, there's like a handful of personalities that I just, I can't handle. Sean King is one of them. Matt Walsh is a, is the one on the right that I, I can't, I can't deal with it. What about Jesse Smollier? <sighs> Come on, man. Jesse Smollier? Smollier? Uh, I hate him. Fuck I mean, yeah, you, <laughs> okay. you, were, you were giving the Chappelle as, pronunciation. As a, as a soup, Smollett. like as a, as a progressive person, I hate the fact that he just undermined yep. so many people's claims, Un- like legitimate claims. Oh yeah. To yeah. racial yeah, violence. That, that's a sad that. thing. Like. When people experience real things, to have somebody cheapen that mm-hmm. for a, yep. for for a cheap pop publicity stunt, or even if he was trying to do it out of some misplaced yeah. idealism, that ruins it. Yeah. yeah, I don't just want to throw him in front of the bus. I want to chain him up and kick him in front of it myself. Like I, I yeah. have no use. Okay, for him. so we're on the same bus. Like, cause oh again, yeah, common ground. I'm not looking to just. This is, I don't want to make it a fight every single time, Yeah. but I do want to say, I'm like, there are times, and you being willing to admit that there are times that, yeah, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but there's <laughs> some people, it's like, no, like this, but some people stand by him out of an allegiance to, we can't give an inch. Yeah. We can't disagree, or we can't agree with somebody. Yeah. And, and I think I think that's detrimental to to the long term goals of what what I want to see in a progressive society. Like if I want to see society go the way I want to go, and it's a choice conversation too. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have a conversation. Yeah, and, and what they're doing, I think, is actively holding it back. Yeah, I, I think that 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 kind of um, digging in their heels when they when they make a mistake, own it. Yeah, you, you you fucked up. Someone on your team made a mistake, own it. Yeah. There's times for saving them, there's times for grace, and there's times for kicking people under the bus because yep. they deserve it. And in his case, he, he deserves it. Well, I can't I can't be a Christian and not believe in some level of grace because yeah. as a Christian, I do see the cross as the greatest injustice ever done. Mm. <laughs> like you can't, if, if you're going to walk around and say that I believe in, in grace and, and not see the cross as injustice, you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. It is, it, yeah. Besides the point, yeah. but but there there needs to be that certain level of I will give an inch where there is an inch to give. But if you weren't willing to give an inch in some areas, I'd be like, well, now I I would feel as if I have to double down in some areas. Yeah, I'd be like, well, if you're not gonna say that, let's say Sean King in this case mm-hmm. is a bit of a piece of shit. I say bit because I don't care enough to know enough about him. I I I don't think he's a cunt, but mostly because I don't know him. Maybe if yeah. I got to know him better. I think he's a cunt. I mean, apart but. from his his political hot takes that I think are generally pretty awful, his inability to apologize when he is wrong, because multiple times he's spread stories that were factually incorrect, and he won't retract them. He doesn't apologize for them, even yeah. when he's wrong. And his lying about uh, 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 fundraising numbers, that one gets me. 
That, that one really gets under my skin. Things like that. Like, I, I, they're just irredeemable. I know. I hate it when talks to people lie about money. Yeah. It, that, you, he could say off. it would yeah, be totally normal. Or arbitrarily given a number. Let's say, let's say he raised a million bucks for charities. Yeah. And what he'll do is, because his name's attached to the charity, all the money that was raised for the charity within the time frame that he was attached to it, he claims is like, I helped raise $10 million for this charity. It's like, be proud of the million dollars you raised. Don't lie. Don't be a, yeah. don't be a dirtbag. Don't steal the thunder from people who also worked really, really hard for that. Yeah. Stuff like that. That and, That's the part that ruins him for me. Like I, I could turn a blind eye to him having some hot takes that I don't agree with, but an inability to admit fault and an inability to apologize and a stealing of credit from other people who yeah. also work probably a lot harder than he does. Yeah. That's, that's greasy. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. And and that's where, again, finding common ground, getting things to eager. Hey, uh. I don't know where we're at for fucking time. Hold on, let me know. take a look. Some of ours have been darn near three hours. We're good. Oh, we're at 147. Yeah. I love finding common ground where we don't necessarily have to agree on liking things, but we can agree on hating things. <laughs> that's some, that's some <laughs> good common Cheers. ground there, baby. All right. I got it. <laughs> I do have to say that, uh, no, I would, l- I, after this one, I, I really do look forward. I, I'm, Honestly, say I wasn't sure how this is going to go. Were you apprehensive? Go. I oh, fucking of course I would. I could, oh yeah. Just makes a platform and like fuck you and your blue collar bullshit. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I, I look forward to having you on again. I think it'd oh, be a lot I of would, fun. I would because, love to be a recurring uh, recurring guest. Yeah, you're Vanilla uh, Will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Vanilla Will. You've already got a nickname. You're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's pres- now I don't want. To. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I am a co-host. I am. This mm. is not all about me, <laughs> even though it's my fucking house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was pretty sure after we had beer the other night there that this was going to work out pretty good. Yeah, to, but I'm to, glad. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, yeah, I earnestly want to say that I'm. I'm glad that it's worked out the way that it has, and I look forward to having you on again. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, hopefully doing this with you, and and you coming once in a while. I'm, I'm the saying all the time because there's some things that we're going to talk about that you're like. I don't care about that fucking topic. <laughs> there'll be things I don't care about and there'll be things that I may not have common ground about. And I don't really, if, 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 if I feel that I'm not going to find common ground, like truly feel like I'm not going to find it, why would yeah. I come on? Yeah. This is, this is going to be ugly and, and unfun for everyone involved. Drinking my whiskey. And <laughs> yeah. Our, sorry, our whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather come on and, and find that common ground because that's the stuff yeah. that I'm interested in finding. Yeah. And I, I and again, we, uh, we're not looking to just, I don't think, okay, would you consider me an alt-right Nazi? No. Okay, there I we would go. I am you... not a Nazi, not a racist. I had a white man tell me. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I had to be like super uncharitable yeah. and, and like the harshest possible opinion harshest that I think I could ever. have of you is that I would call you far right. Okay. I don't even necessarily think that's a negative. I'm not even like a, mad at that. Yeah, I don't I'm even like, think it's okay. a negative connotation. That's just a, I would consider that like more of an objective statement that you, the beliefs that you hold are far right of center yeah i don't think that's inherently negative i don't agree with a lot of the things that exist in that political space but that's fine yeah that's whatever because the right needs the left and then left needs the right yeah now i've been called some things in the past (laughs) i have been called a racist and i'm like no i don't think so i think my native brother brother over here might disagree with you because i treat him as if i treat myself and my 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 I, I don't want to use the, my black friends, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 if I was such a horrible person, why why do I treat the people around me the way that I want to be treated? 
Because well, I, I think I'd be a pretty bad racist to really look up to Ben Shapiro. I'd be a pretty bad racist to like uh, Colin Noir. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a perf- he's a phenomenal gun adv- advocate. And I'm like, no, I, I look up to these people. How do I? How? I'd be a horrible racist is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. Not horribly racist, but no. That's a conversation that, that, that is, is big in its own right is does a person, is a person a racist because they do things that are rooted in what I might view as a misunderstanding of, of, uh, uh, race, race or racial disparities or, or racial, uh, the general equality. Does someone who holds a belief that, might be um, um, detrimental to equality, to what I view as equality. I want to clarify to what I view as equality. Yeah. Just because they hold that belief, does that make them racist? Or is this idea, this one specific little nugget, is that a racist idea? And I think there's a lot of distinction between a thought that a person might have or an idea being an idea that might be racist, but that doesn't mean the person is a racist. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm going to cut you off right there because I think that's actually a fantastic whole podcast. Yeah. That's a great idea. And probably asked. one that would be great to have you on like really soon to, to dig into that topic in specific. Because if Mike and I talk about that topic in, in specific, we're going to just, we're going to echo chamber the shit out of that one. Because mm. that... As opposed to today, I think on that aspect of it, Mike and I are much more aligned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like today, like he and I are a, a little bit further apart like mm-hmm. on some of the mm-hmm. stuff that oh, yeah. that we were regarding. But uh, that would be a really good one, I think, to bring you on next. That's a great idea, yeah. Are talk we, about the to. idea Are we allowed to talk r- about race with a black person present? Absolutely. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> with the caveat that we're three white dudes <laughs> talking the, about he's race. The, he's the closest thing we have to black is a guy named Smith. <laughs> it's, like, it's like putting a... a I hate, I hate the term because the term has a lot of negative connotation, but it's like putting a trigger warning before something. It's not because I think you're, the people listening are too much of a pansy to deal with it. But if there is somebody who may have a proclivity or a, an, un, an uncouth reaction or an, un, uh, uh, an unpredictable reaction to it, I'm giving them the heads up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giving people the heads up that, hey, we're three white dudes talking about race. No, so fuck all that. of our opinions are going to be painted fuck by that. that. We already t- tackled this. This is a problem. We actually, we, we attacked it on a, a different one where the guy's like, as a straight white male, okay, are you speaking yeah, from a place of authority or are you speaking, it's not even out yet. Are you speaking from a place of authority because I'm a straight white male, white male and I can speak on this? Or are you defeating your own argument because I'm a straight white male? It's like, no, can't we just be fucking people talking about a subject? I think it's just knowing... Or acknowledging where your personal expertise may end. I, I don't think no. that saying that I'm, I'm, I can't, I don't think that I can't talk about race because I'm a white guy. I think that when I talk about race, I have to keep in the back of my yes. head that I physically can't know what it's like to be black. Well, I can't know what it's like to be a cucumber. It doesn't mean that I right. can't do it. Exactly. We can I talk about imagine it. Imagine being shoved up a girl's twat. Yeah. <laughs> but I, just the, went, I just went full pickle wreck there. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I went there. What I mean by that is, yeah. is I've been discriminated against because I was white in mm-hmm. a predominantly native neighborhood. I have been almost beaten up for speaking the wrong language in the wrong neighborhood. Right. And and people are like, oh, well, it's a straight white male. No, shut the fuck up. Can't you just acknowledge that you are a person speaking about a subject that you would like to deeper understand? I'm not yeah. trying to give credit myself or take away credit for myself. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Do we just let this go or do we save it for another episode? We fucking save it. I just have to get the trigger <laughs> real. We're going to put a pin in that. 
boop. And save it for later. If you want to hear more about that with Mr. Will Smith, Vanilla Will, we're going to call it. We just go Vanilla straight Will. to Vanilla Will. I like it. We'll preface it with the mic is triggered warning. Give her. I would just like to say that everyone is equal and I love everybody. So fuck anyone who says Or hate everybody. I was just going to say, I hate everyone equally. I am callous and jaded to a fault. Everyone starts in the negative. With me. Oh, what a great song. All right. Sorry, I'm karaoke now. I've had too much. He's had a couple. Do I get I don't have to drive you. No, you're good. I'm playing it up for the microphone. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we've had a really good night. I've really enjoyed it. Um, had a blast. Will, thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. I think, uh, when do you guys want to release it? You say the day it will be released. Saturday, Sunday? Tomorrow. You want to do it tomorrow, Friday? <laughs> I don't care. Just whenever you have time, brother. You're the you're the one that does this, the work on the back end. When you have time to release it, release it. I have, I could do I mean, like, fucking every, tonight. Everybody <laughs> hearing this right now is going to be like, well, this is irrelevant to me because it is already released. It is the day it is. Yeah, but you and It's believe. Tuesday? You said Friday, fucker. <laughs> so, if you don't tell them what day it's going to be released, the they day can't you get feel you. like it being out, it shall be out. Yes, that's true. Uh, the, the thing is, people love this banter. They really do. They like get a hold of us. Oh, my wife hates it. She's really? Like, get to the point already. Oh, fuck <laughs> your, point. your wife hasn't listened to a single episode. Has she listened to an episode? She's tried. Oh, she, but she's yeah. always she's tried on the long ones, and she can only get through like fifteen minute chunks. So it takes her some time. This is like that. Car- Carissa, if you got to this point, fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. <laughs> but like, if it doesn't matter, he said cunt. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I blew all out of the water. I'm set. I'm, I'm raising the bar for, for cussing uh, on the show. This is what great. we get for bringing in an agnostic lefty. <laughs> yeah, this this is what you get. <laughs> Dumpster fire of a human on. <laughs> all right. Uh, Sorry, you, I love you, you Vanilla Will. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. This has been an absolute, it's been an absolute a lot treasure. Of fun. With that, we kind of got to end it because, uh, yeah, it just is what it is. All so, right. Uh, well, Devin, cheers, you guys. Kick us this off? fantastic. Cheers. God bless. And don't, don't be a dick. dick.